Let's hear it. Let's hear that spirit. Disastrous. Butchered it. I didn't pop it enough. It created it. It's not my best work. What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back to the watch list. That's what I should call this. <laughs> Welcome back to the watch list. Episode 255 times. Can you imagine how much of my life I've wasted? <laughs> Just kidding! Just kidding. I enjoyed it. It was great. I, re I regret nothing. Some of you might, though. Um, that's pretty possible. That's almost a certainty at this point. I'm sure some of you definitely definitely regret it. How are you? What's going on? Welcome back. It's Monday. How was your weekend? It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> I tried to come up with some stupid name for Monday, but it just, uh, just didn't happen this time. Didn't happen. How are you guys doing? Rumble, YouTube, uh, Entropy, Twitch places, all the, all the, you know, wherever you guys are and, you know, wherever, wherever you're, you know, you're sitting there with your, with your friends and you're, and you're just being, you know. <laughs> Just settle, just all happy, you know? Thanks for coming over. Thanks for coming over to my house. What's happening with these earphones? What is, what is, just, it, it doesn't sound right, Donnie. Something's wrong here. Something's maybe it's just too quiet. Maybe that's what it is. I probably am going uh, more and more deaf by the day. Um, good, I didn't mute myself. That's a good, that's a good start because sometimes that happens. We got to be careful. We got to worry about that. How are you? What's up? Um, what's happening? It's been, it's been an interesting uh, weekend. <laughs> The world continues to spiral out of control. Um, in any other time period, that laptop that got... Uh, that got hmm. and I don't know if it was even his laptop. It could be his phone. I don't know. It seems to be a phone that they've, they've cracked into. Um, the uh, 4chan people have gotten, it, gotten into his, uh, his, uh, his iCloud. All, uh, <laughs> Big dog's iPhone. And uh, it's bad. It's pretty bad. It's a lot of really questionable... And beginning at very questionable to outright definitely illegal and fucking awful. And you should, yeah, there's like, it looks, it sounds like there's 12 year olds on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. And Twitter's going around trying to sense everything. just trying to censor it. Like it's too late. It's out into the wild. They, they keep trying to turn the, you know, delete the threads, delete the forums, delete. The, it doesn't matter. It's, it's too late. You can't, you can't stop this. Why even try? It's cute to me that they keep doing it. It's like they don't realize, and even they probably do realize it's too late, but they keep playing the game anyway and keep trying to censor things as if you're going to help the end, like you're going to avoid the end reality here where everyone finds out all about this stuff and it's the end of your fucking shitty presidency and all of that, right? Yeah, people are going to be uh, pretty upset about that. It's not going not gonna to tolerate all. Uh, and there's more and worse than that on the way. YouTube, how are you guys going? Trent says it's really bad. I heard it's really bad, um, and we're looking into it. <laughs> Fairy and, and Nika are getting into it on a, Don't underestimate his power. It's a big mistake. He'll meme you he'll meme you into a situation you don't want to be into. He's like a wizard. He should have a wizard hat with the ski mask, maybe, because he's he's uh he can 
you can make your your dreams come true or your nightmares come true so be very careful you gotta be careful you don't want to get you don't want to get memed into something that ends up going viral around the world and internet international news stations can no longer tell what's going on in canada what's real what's not real no one knows anymore that's that's the power that he has so be careful with that that's you know that could go either way leo nine just thank you very much man he says um dennis sweeney killed allard lowenstein after he took out his own dental work with a hacksaw because they were using it to plant voices in his head what are you talking about <laughs> what i don't know who any of these people are he took out his teeth with a hacksaw because they're using it to put this is this is a strange and interesting technology is this something people can do because I have to go to the dentist next week, and now I don't know. I don't want them putting voices in my head. If this is something i got to worry about, I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. I don't want to. Would you want voices in your head? Vlad Padre, he says, what's that thing? <laughs> it's just jewelry. Leave it alone. Don't worry about it. Um, something happened you didn't tell us about. No, I, no, 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 no. I would go. I would burst into flames if I went into a church. Don't, don't you worry about that. Um, don't worry about it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> CERN, the taco collider. Are you colliding? What's going on here? He says, hey have pushed so far in so many angles that they don't have any choice but to keep lying. I'm confident in saying that their lives depend on it. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? It was, uh, it was all right. It was pretty good. I'm trying to remember what it did. Oh, a bunch, a lot of stuff. Every day is so crazy. I don't even know what day it is most of the time. The only way, the only, the only anchor to my time anymore is these streams. And I know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday. And I work around that. Outside of that, I have, I have, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Um, yeah, the world is a powder keg. They're, they're talking about it on YouTube as well. There's, there's multiple countries in full-blown revolt right now. Um, the <laughs> Hilariously, um, somebody on Twitter earlier was talking about this. In Sri Lanka, the government has entirely collapsed. It's gone. They've fled the country. J- angry mobs of people have stormed the central bank, the presidential palace. Every- it's over. It's completely gone. It's just anarchy now. <laughs> and um, the uh, Sri Lankans were swimming in the presidential palace and, and working out in his gym and just hilarious, laugh, loving it, loving a great time. And, um, you know, um, the, the Canadian government says, oh, the, the Sri Lankan prime minister has, is resigned due to the protests. <laughs> you mean he fled the country with a suitcase with like a sock hanging out of it? He's like running through the, you know, can you imagine? He, he resigned. Imagine the actual fucking situation. <laughs> <laughs> what would what would be appropriate music for this? <laughs> I can't even think of something. Um, it would be like a da- it would be something by Danny Elfman, something crazy. The best of collection. What am I thinking of? I'm trying to think of a specific song and I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm slipping. You're slipping, dog. Um, yeah, basically, it doesn't matter. See, I ruined it. You know, I looked too long. It took too long and now the joke doesn't make sense. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, Sri Lankan Prime Minister, they, they didn't resign, dude. <laughs> Angry mobs of people in the like hundreds of thousands like stormed the palace. He was probably like got in a van with like three bodyguards and they had to drive like a hundred miles an hour to the air. Like it was probably a pretty close... There's a guy waiting on the tarmac! Going through gate B! The plane is waiting! But don't answer! There's no time! Getting off the helicopter, running to the plane. 
people on the on the gates like ah kill him kill him come on honey he's got the wife and kids get in the helicopter get in the helicopter <laughs> yeah he resigned <laughs> you sure it was before like this you know it's crazy what the escape from Sri Lanka get in the plane kids get in the helicopter People running, there's people running through the backyard. They've got weapons. Ah, the police are getting knocked over. Get this thing in the air right now! It's fucking Sri Lankans hanging off the tires. I'll kill you! <laughs> yeah, he just resigned. <laughs> but also, the Ottawa, the thing that happened in Ottawa there, and all those people showed up in the trucks, that was basically an attempt to overthrow the government. But what happened in Sri Lanka, according to, you know, the media in this country, which is just A-OK top-notch, number, you know, the best! It's the best! Toku is better than the Canadian media. I mean, you know, you don't need any other source of information. They're so good. They're so good, you don't even need to check anywhere else. And they'll tell you that, too. They're so good... They say, they'll be like, only listen to me and no one else. Uh-huh. It's because I'm so good at what I do that I can't have you getting ideas into your head about other things. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not fucking weird. That's like, a, that's like an abusive you know, spouse that won't let you talk to your friends <laughs> without her being in the room or something, you know? That's how the government feels about uh, alternative. Oh, it's misinformation. It's just information. What do you mean misinformation? That's not a thing. You just invented it. You mean lies? We already have words for that. It's called lies. If it's not true, it's lies. It's not misinformation. Why are you making up to... Oh, right, because you think 1984 was an instruction manual and you're using the, uh, you know, the Orwellian doublespeak concept to... You know, or, or just inventing words that are meaningless communist gobbledygook that mean absolutely nothing, but sound like they should mean something. And then you, the state, can affix an emotional response to that word or phrase. You know, like conspiracy theorist. You know, what do you what what comes to your, what comes to mind, right? Like fascist. I was talking about this the other night on uh, on Derek's show with uh, uh, JT from the Wild. Is that the guy's name? Australian fella. You know, what does that even mean? They don't teach people what it means. And if you ask the regular person on the street, what is what is a fascist? What does fascism mean? They don't know. But what they do know is that they get an emotional and, and you know intellectual response. You picture something, don't you? You picture something. What do you picture? What are you picturing? You're picturing, you know, barking dogs and guys in black leather uniforms with pistols fucking executing people on the side of the road, you know? This public function has come to an end. You must disperse or you buy orders of the Führer, you will be shot. You know, that's what they imagine. When you say fascist, they go, yeah, that. That's what they think. But is that really what it means? Like, they just, they don't even know. They just, they just apply these things. These terms. And where do they get that image? From, you know, from decades and decades of the input from Hollywood, from their video games and, you know, popular culture and so on. So, you know. Words mean, words can change in meaning over time, right? And uh, they're very good at that. So they, they invent new ones like misinformation that didn't used to exist, and now it does. T terms like racialized Canadians didn't used to exist, but now it does. Terms like BIPOC didn't used to exist, but now it does. And uh, it can, it's an ever-changing, ever-moving, ever-expanding world of wonderful loveliness that I am just so happy to share. It's so great. I mean, it's so, there's so much going on. There's so many things to look at and i'm just you know what i'm doing right now i'm toying with the idea of when these new laws come in and you can't really say anything bad about anything ever so you can we'll literally have to get so good at sarcasm that no one can tell the difference but us 
and and we're starting to get there because they're still not quite sure what the whole diagonal thing is. They still think that's that is that is a militia, right? Like that's a those are like neo Nazis in the woods with tiki torches. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Like just we'll be so sarcastic that you can have to just uh, this is what we'll have to do. Just with all the new groups, man, and all the new letters to the alphabet. It's it's the you know I you know we, we just call it the L sixty five now because there's sixty five letters to this abbreviation. It's so great. It's so great. And I hated. I never liked owning anything. To be honest, I mean having a house. Come on, you know what I mean? It's a lot of work. You're always cleaning stuff. You're always, you know, you got to lock it up all the time and you're not home. You got to pay. You know what? I'm better off. I'm glad I don't have one anymore, to be honest. I love it. I love, and you know what? And I always have my friends with me every day when I go to try and sleep in the cold under the bridge and under my, you know, newspaper blankets, which I'm so lucky to have, by the way. All of my friends are there and we all just, you know, get together and, and you know, have a nice great cuddle on account of it's February and it's great. It's really great. I mean, it couldn't be better out here in uh, the, the post national modern, you know, Kanakistan. It's better than it's ever been. They've added that to the lexicon, by the way, Kanakistan. I was, I, the, I was one of the first people to say that. I don't remember where it came from, but I think it might've been me <laughs> like five years ago. And now they've added, that's one of the other lexicon, you know, careful. If your children are saying Kanakistan, they might be right wing, uh, all right. Neo-Nazi white supremacists, which is anything, anything and everything now. And it's not, that's, you know, like how is, how is giving cutesy nicknames to a place make you a Nazi? It doesn't. What it does do though, is it suggests that you think a certain thing, a a certain uh, potentially set of ideals that we have deemed unacceptable. And we're, you're not allowed to think about any of those things. Nothing. So we're going to tell anyone that tries to, that even remotely starts to slip off the reservation shift a little bit one way or the other. We're going to tell them that um, they're neo-Nazis. And, you know, they're, so they're going to be so horrified that they'll just shock themselves right back into the gulag and they'll shut the hell up and they won't uh, ever, ever question anything ever again. Because it's the worst thing to be called, right? I mean, think about it. Because we're the, we're the violent people, aren't we? Aren't we? We're the ones that are using all the violent rhetoric and all the evil. Oh, they're so bad. And they're, and they're, you know, racist. And they're, you know, basically they're suggesting that we're such um, uh, mean-spirited, vile kind of bad people that if it wasn't for them, if we had our way, we would just be fucking crushing everybody and just doing horrible shit to people and, and all that kind of stuff. Because we're the worst. We're the worst people in the world. We are. We're so bad that... Um, we're we're compared to the things they call you are you know according to mainstream culture the 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 worst people that have ever lived the baddest pe- the most evil people that have ever lived that's you you're just like them maybe we should kill you too because if you're if you're allowed to if you're able to make that connection where so oh well they're neo nazi you can just say that about people and they can just go oh well then i guess they're literally fucking neo nazis so well we we hung all of them we hung all of the the guys in nuremberg didn't we so maybe we should hang you because you're the same. You know what I mean? These aren't little words they're using. They're not saying like, hey, you know what? You're a little bit uh, <laughs> different. You, we don't agree on a lot of things. We, no, no, no. You know, or I'm just going to ignore the, I know. No, they're so bad. They're not just wrong. 
They're not just living a different lifestyle. They don't just believe different things than you and I. They're so bad. We're going to say that they're the worst people that have ever lived in the history of, you know, the human experience. If you, you know, and uh, as we hunted those people down around the globe and executed them and still are doing it to this day, throwing them in prison and so on. We're going to say that you're just as bad as that. So what does that mean? What should be done about us then? If we're all Nazis, what you, what you doing over there? <laughs> what, you, what you thinking about over there, huh? Feels a little weird now, doesn't it? We'll just compare you to the, we'll just compare you to, we'll just compare you to something that it's okay to kill in any context. I mean, you can like, uh, like, could you imagine if there was a movie like, like Inglorious Bastards, for example? A great movie. But, but backwards. And it was like a, a power revenge murder fantasy, but for the Nazis, where they're just murdering the fuck out of, like, you know, President Roosevelt and, and, you know, Winston Churchill. And they're like, yeah, go Nazis. And they're just committing war crimes. They're just executing. This, ha- this is what happens in the movie, if you haven't seen it. Uh, they're just committing war crimes and executing people and just being utterly savage and brutal and me and, and you're like, yeah, woo, and just massively violent overkill type of so it was why can't we ha- why can't we do that? Oh, because that's that would be hate or something, right? So but you just did the same thing, but to those people. So you're saying is we're allowed to hate those people and we should want them dead and if you and we should kill them. <laughs> right? Whoever those always, right? And you're gonna compare us to that. I see. And, uh, you know, you, you want to, you know, they like to infer my beliefs and, and the things we believe over the things we say. How about the things you people fucking say? How about that? Why don't you sit on that one for a few minutes? Okay, Nancy. Oh, yeah. I'm the thing that everyone should kill, am I? You, you, you want to go with that? Because, um, that is, I mean, that's at the core of it, right? They hate us. They absolutely hate us. And they're um, making the, the, that, that connection. Because it's not like you can really, you know, despise or, or hate like an, an, an opponent or an adversary or something. But to do that and have no respect for them either, that's, that's much worse. Because <laughs> you're like, they're not even human to you, are they? See, that's how, that's how things like genocides happen. That's, that's where mass murder and shit like that comes from when you've dehumanized someone so much and compared it to something so vile that people don't even see them as their, as their neighbors, as their uh, community members, as their family members. They don't see them as their coworkers anymore. They don't see them as anything like themselves. They see them as Nazis. And what do we do with Nazis? We fucking kill them, don't we? So they're suggesting... By calling us this thing with which there is only... What's the final solution to the Nazi question exactly, guys? You guys ever thought... If you guys ever... I know you have, huh? Huh? Let's talk about that. What's the end game um, for the old Nazi question? Huh? The N-word. Yeah? What happens then? What happens when you can't fix the people? You can't make them think right? What do you do then? After, you know, you've censored everything and you've, you know, uh, disarmed everybody and you've made it so association can't happen and oh, you've bankrupted everyone as well also and you control their finances and all that. Then, then what happens then once you have that uh, level of control over people who might as well just be ma- just gotten rid of? 
Well, let me see. Let me let me read a history book and get back to you and you know, let you know uh, probably what happens. One, two, three, four. Anderson Palace is nice fillet promise ring. You like that? Jeez, guy can't just. I can't do anything. I can't get fucking anything by you guys. Jesus Christ. Fuck me. If I fucking if I bought a if I bought a new version of this shirt, you'd probably notice, wouldn't you? You'd psychos. <laughs> Mr. Chow says, besides a paycheck, your podcast is the only thing that gets me out of bed. Oh my god. Guess what? You don't have to. You can watch this in bed. You can watch it on your phone in bed. If you go to RagingDissident.com, there's links to all the different applications that you can use to enjoy this wonderful, quality, definitely beneficial to your life content in your own bed. You can do it in your bed. It's amazing. <laughs> Another life proudly destroyed. There you go, bed man, Mr. Chow. Mr. Bed Chow, man. He's never getting out of bed now. Well, he's got to work, I guess, for now. Until, he, until we get locked down again, he's going to stay home, stay safe, and then he's just going to never get out of bed. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. NWO Pickley says, screw the historical example. Let's be like Sri Lanka. Oh, well, we could. But then I would go to jail. So. Something to think about. <laughs> Sergeant Rocks says, makes me wonder how Canada's prime minister will resign. Will he be running um, from can- from Canadians in his kayak or will he be running to the airport to fly back to Cuba? Did Diagonal Special Forces take down Rogers Net? We cannot confirm. We do not confirm or deny or uh, make any public statements about our clandestine operations, sir. So that's just going to be. That's just not that's just not for public consumption. All right. We're not going to, we have no comment on the Roger situation. <laughs> Godzilla Unchained, he says, dear Mr. Me, Mr. Dissident, my employee, my employer, Peter Henderson, is all tied up at the moment, but he plans to check into the entropy chat later tonight if he can manage to, if he can manage to untie himself. Sincerely, Natasha. What? Did you tie up your boss and force him to, li- is this fucking... What's the protocol? I mean, I'm going to assume that this is like probably just a joke or something. So I don't, I'm not, we're not going to call it. We're not going to, we're not going to call anybody. We're just going to sometimes, man, sometimes you get tied up at work. I'm going to, I assume I read that as metaphorically, like he's really busy and she's, he's not physically tied up to some kind of post and having things done to him. Cause that'd be that'd be fucking. <laughs> you never know who's experiencing this and where it is. It's all over the place. Sertos says, "Ah shit, I'm late. Take my penance, my lord." <laughs> he says, "Seriously, read uh, or read speechless by Michael Knowles is about how language is manipulated by the left for political gain and how to do it right back." I've never heard of that book, but I 
probably uh, it's that's a thing that's happening for damn sure. Um, I missed this one earlier. Chris Jason, Jesus, God, this guy. He says, all I want is a flag sign, brother. I'm on Facebook as uh, redacted. I'm not going to spell out your whole name, but all right. All right I, you, I, can, I will give you f- several. I, I don't know how many. How many do I have left laying around? I only have one or two. Maybe I'll give you that one. You can fucking have that one at this rate. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. You're, you're very kind. Um, uh, Mr. Chow is back. He's Hopefully he's... Not bad, but he could be. So that's okay. We've been called worse by better. <laughs> NYCBit212 says, so wait, the we save these people from the Nazis, and this is how we get repaid. Uh, Nazis are long gone, and all yet, and yet all we hear is Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. If you think the Nazis won, they'd be dominating our media, calling everyone a Jew. Ah, imagine that kind of thinking, you know? It's just, it's a, it's a, um, a, a bludgeon to... It's a dog whistle is what it is, right? Because they spend so much time making sure you know who the worst people in the world were, absolutely the, the worst ever. And then um, you, you call all your enemies, they're just like that. They're just like that. Maybe we should just kill them. Um, Julie Mora's here. Hello, thank you. I'm glad you're doing I, I Where the fuck have you been, Julie? Julie? Where have you been? What are you doing? You just come, you just blow in here like this after we've been gone. So we thought you were dead. We really thought, didn't we? Didn't we? Big Ed thought, right. We thought you, we thought you might've been dead. I'm glad you're not. I'm just, what a fucking, what a way to make an entrance. <laughs> oh, and there, oh, and she says uh, that Chris guy from Rumble needs to DM me on Telegram. Yeah. You'll have to figure that out or email me and, and yeah, we'll sort something out. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Yeah, she didn't die. She's totally not dead. Isn't that great? No, we didn't actually think you died, but you never know. <laughs> Visher of Men says, beyond vilifying, lying, and gaslighting, these people don't have the juice to take it to the next level, uh, except when they get the police to do it on their behalf. So just keep saying no. That's, that's pretty much true. Um, and, uh, and we got Julie. Thank you very much for that, by the way. I appreciate it. Um, she says, I'll be back soon. Where, now she's leaving again. She comes into our lives and she leaves as quickly as she's come in. I mean, I can't believe this kind of shit. You're going to leave like this for, for as long as you have, and then just... I don't know if I can continue now. I don't think I can finish it. What's the point? If I didn't make it weird, it wouldn't be me. This would be a whole other thing. <laughs> All right, she says she's never going to leave now. Good, no one fucking leaves. Get the door, Phil. Get the door. Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. <laughs> uncomfortable we all are son we're all really uncomfortable with what's happening yeah so just yeah we well we do have we yeah, just keep keep um keep doing what you're doing we're, we're not losing per se it's um the, there's definitely things happening that um we're not supposed to happen i don't i don't think so um and the size of what they've been trying to do 
is immense. And to pull something like this off, I mean, I'm a huge, I love, I love reading about, you know, history stuff. It's fascinating, especially like crazy stuff when, you know, empires are falling apart or like really world, like big, like imagine living in that time, how crazy that would have been. Um, you know, like the world wars or anything where it was like a crazy situation that's really hard to like wrap your head around because it's so foreign and different to us. And that, and back then people, some of them were really, um, very serious, very intelligent, hardworking, dedicated, mean motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like this, this mafia world they've created, you know, that was created by their grandfathers and great grandfathers. Now, those were like the pioneers, like the hard, real hard guys. Like, I will fucking strangle a Chinaman right now if I don't get my railroad finished. You know, like really mean ass mother, you know, those guys. And then, and then there's, and then the next generation, the next generation, and then they get, they start to get, uh, you know, down to their sons and they're like, they're, they're still half their father, you know, but they're soft now. They're spoiled, aren't they? They've, uh, they've been in charge for so long. They've got so much money. They're used to getting their own way. So it's not as child. They, they, they began with total control. They didn't have to earn it. They didn't have to wrestle it out of somebody's hands. They didn't have to fight for it. And, uh, so they didn't have to get very, you know, and then you go down another generation and it gets even worse. To the point that the the president's son is smoking crack and just banging hookers all day, and their families are a mess, and everybody like it is a train wreck in there. These people are fucking messed up, dude. And it's not just him. I mean, look around, and you've got uh, you know the UK prime minister's government collapse. That guy was coked out of his mind all the time. I mean, do I even need to say anything about the government of Canada? What we, we suspect their you know extracurriculars probably look like, and these people are going to so. These people are going to just, we're going to get it done. We're going to manage and, and basically uh, contain and bend to our will the entire fucking planet. I can't, I can't control my own will and I can't keep my own shit together, but I'm going to, I'm just going to take the planet. Oh, really? Because way bigger and meaner and stronger and more impressive people than you guys have tried that and uh, they couldn't do it. At least not for very long. It inevitably fell apart. And uh, I suspect for the same reason that this is starting to fall apart because you are just lazy, selfish assholes and uh, didn't have to, ever have to work for anything. I mean, you can, your, your, your parents and grandparents and stuff can try and, can try and teach you, but it degrades, right? If you didn't have to fight your way up there and earn that, uh, earn that trophy and earn that big seat at the table the same way that they did, you're never going to appreciate it the same. And you're not going to learn the things you needed to learn along the way. You're not going to go to bad guy school, right? You're not going to have to like kill your first man. You know, and then and then avoid your first major crime and, and not get, you know, wrapped up in the law. And, and, and then, you know, your first major acquisition and your you know, you have to earn, like somebody did that. Somebody went from fucking nobody to like that, you know, and that creates a very formidable person. That is a much more dangerous um, person because they're very intelligent. They're very fucking smart and they're very ruthless and they have giant balls. That is, a, that is a nightmare situation. If that person is also evil, whew, that's bad. That's bad. And uh, there's a lot of that. But they, they have kids, they have families, and they want to leave their, their shit to them. But they didn't have to do any of that. Maybe a little bit. Maybe to some extent. But not, not, like, not like grandpappy had to do. You know what I mean? And it keeps going down, down further and further. And, and now we're left with these... Uh, I mean... I mean, they're ridiculous, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any more ridiculous than these people. 
Where was he just recently at the at the stampede, right? And there's just, he can't go anywhere in the country and not get heckled. Even bringing his own people, a vetted crowd, the whole thing, and with no notice, they never tell anybody where he's going. He just show because this would happen if he gave even forty eight hours notice. That's too much. If you had forty eight hours notice that the prime minister was going to be somewhere, there'd be a fucking huge mob there. The guys get like an eight percent approval rating. He's absolutely loathed everywhere the whole government the whole system is so let me i just want to try and tie this up together here for you so we've got a bunch of spoiled rotten entitled imbeciles i mean buffoons it's buffoonery up there these people aren't are you scared i mean you really frightened by them they're annoying and you're worried about what they're going to do next but you're worried about it in a way that you're like watching you're helplessly watching a child with a gun you're like, oh, God, oh, fuck. Are you scared of the child or are you scared of the situation? I'm frightened by the situation. But these, these people, these creatures, these entities, whatever the fuck they are, um, they're not, they don't frighten me. I'm not intimidated by them because they're weak, small people. They're silver spoon having born rich, well-to-do, la-di-da motherfuckers. They're all driving BMWs around. These, these are, oh, are you scared of the, what, are you, what are they going to really do? Like, what is, the, what, is the, what is the extent of their character? These, these in, when you think about it, should be the easiest people to defeat in history. They can't even control them. them, them they can't control them. I'm going to ban all the flags. The flags hurt my feelings. Oh, boy, are you in for it? You're already half gone, buddy. And I've said this, I don't know how many times now, but. You know what? The, the, you know the side, the balls that would have taken, and the mad respect he would have earned if he just walked out there into the middle of that crowd in Ottawa and just got right up on the fucking truck. The prime minister did that and was like, "What's going on, boys? What do we got to do? Let's sort this out." I would have blew my mind. I would have been like, "I read this guy all wrong." No, they ran and they hid in a in a goddamn hole somewhere. They're incapable of dealing with big boy situations. So here's what's happened. It took, uh, you know, a big boy to build a big boy playhouse. And then he, you know, left it to his family. And they're not big boys. And now they've got big boy problems. And they don't know what to do. They're not smart enough. They're relying on these old and they're dying off like crazy. That's why they have to live to be 110 years old, probably. You can't trust any of these people. <laughs> I mean, you, you, know I mean you, thought old, you thought Bill was bad. Uh, you don't know what I got into down in Arkansas. We did some wild stuff back there. He thought he was bad. Oh, and then you had, and then you had George Bush Jr. Woof. I'm I'm just gonna make up words. Eh. I mean, I'm the president. I can I can do that. No, you can't. You can't make up words. But he did all the time. And we thought that was bad. And now look what we're at. Now they're not getting stronger, boys. They're not running the deck. On a fucking all-star team. This is not the 1980s Oilers, if you hear what I'm saying. This is not Marc Messier in his prime, if you're picking up what I'm laying down. We're down to a demented old man that doesn't know where he is and literally poops his pants. They're not even trying anymore. They're as ripe for the picking as you can get. These people are completely out to lunch if they think this is something that's going uh, this is going to work out. I thought I had one. Another. I mean, you can't go a day. I mean, you can't really go a day without some kind of gaff from the guy. But what was it today? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I missed it. <laughs> no, I did. I must have, but it doesn't matter. Um, but it's it's over for the like. Look at this man. 
Knives are out. The Washington Post, New York Times, both. Go after the president in a scathing moment of honesty. Why is that? Because the writing's on the wall. Hmm. Look at the, and, and I love that people are calling them out. Who's this Lisa Booth uh, replying to an Alan Rappaport who maybe works for the New York Times? Says, uh, the, uh, his president seemed delayed his Middle East trip so the 79-year-old president would have more time to rest after last month's uh, meetings. And she says, shame on the media for letting this man hide in his basement during the 2020, which they did during the 2020 election. He never had the mental or physical stamina to do the job. No, absolutely not. He's totally, he's testing the boundaries of age and the presidency, New York Times. Biden requires diagnosis by experts, but the team has been radio silent for two years. Where is Bandy X Lee still gathering signatures? What is this about? Oh, that was the leave, the leave Joe Biden alone crowd. But some have noticed the same group that went to extraordinary lengths to deem President Trump mentally unfit are dead silent about Biden. All right. Remember this from Business Insider, 350 health professionals uh, signed a letter to Congress claiming Trump's mental health is deteriorating dangerously amid impeachment proceedings. His mental health is deteriorating. We, we got to get rid of him. Remember all that? But this is fine. They're massive, massive hypocrites and everybody can see it. God, you only get so many shots. You know, you only get so many, um, like, you know, what was that game show where you'd ask the questions, the, the, that little dickhead in the chair and you just want a million dollars. Oh, Regis Philbin, right? Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. You remember that? You only get so many mistakes and then you lose the game. You can only get away with so much like, people really get going to bed at night with a bad feeling about things. You can only do that so many times before they go, okay, I can't take it anymore. We got to do something about this. And that's what's happening all over the world. It's, it's that simple. You like, did you really just think you could do that? Why did they turn the gas up to to a hundred? It was so slow and so piecemeal for so long. You know, it was a very gradual uh, expansion of power. It was a very kind of, I mean, some things would happen every once in a while, like the Patriot Act would happen, right? And then nothing really for years, like five years and kind of, you know, keep it down. And there's like a new Patriot Act every month, it feels like now. Why? You know, are they just greedy? Are they retarded? Like it's the, it's the absolute, it's like you, all you had to do, it's like in a, like in a, in a, in a boxing match or something, right? Like in in the old Rocky movies, it's like that, you know, stay away from a rock, you know, all you had to do to win in the, in the last few rounds was just not get, not get KO'd. All that's it. Just jab away, just jet, you know, slip away, just keep moving around, just don't, you know, don't get caught, don't really fight it, just kind of, you know, just end it, just get, uh, get to the end, get to the end, the belt's yours, you're, already, you're up by four rounds, there's no way, it's over, just, just finish off, and they're like, no, I want everything right now, and it's like, oh, that, that might not be a good idea, all you had to do, all you had to do was keep doing what you were doing, and you would have made it, and there was nothing to stop, you know what I mean, the numbers were all there, but now they, they've, they've decided to switch to the sledgehammer approach, um, which people are kind of, it's kind of loud. And, you know, the neighbors notice when you do crazy stuff like this. And uh, basically the entire uh, world is, is on, on the verge of revolt. Interesting times to, to live in. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's a whole bunch of other, uh, I mean, there's so much shit going on. I don't even 
know where to begin. I'm going to check, make sure I didn't miss any more of these before I dive off into some kind of nonsensical rant that doesn't mean anything, which is what I've been doing for about 40 minutes already. Angry Soldier 100. He says, the army called me a white supremacist, neo-Nazi, subversionist, a terrorist, and a misogynist. One time my captain at base maintenance called me a cocksucker because I wouldn't admit I was a neo-Nazi. I have the audio recordings and emails to prove it all. Oh, I, I met you. Yes, we talked about this. I wish I was kidding. I know. What a crazy story. <clears throat> Leo Nindis says, uh, if we add South Africa to the Agalon, it would be a big fucking exclamation point <laughs> to understand South Africa and what immigration will be used for. Check out the film Uncle Kruger or Um Kruger. Uh, yeah, the South Africa situation is quite disturbing, isn't it? Just Matt says, a massive internet outage in Canada occurs on the same day the Russian-based WEF-backed annual cybersecurity training exercise Cyber Polygon was originally supposed to take place. Coincidence? <clears throat> I, it, it appears to be a coincidence. Um, it was just it was just Rogers. When they, well, they say they uh, didn't. They tried to roll out some kind of hardware or software upgrade, and it, uh, whoops, didn't work out, and we had to roll back a lot of servers, and that happens. I've, that happens in, in that kind of industry. Sometimes your updates don't go the way you want it to, and uh, it happens, but you never know. I mean, the Cyber Polygon stuff is definitely worrying. You know, um, where to begin? We've got the unexplained deaths. There's that. We don't know what's ca- <laughs> we don't know what's causing them. Uh, the nightmare uh, of the government's nightmare in Holland. The Netherlands, dude. The ah ah ah. I don't know why I keep doing this. It's it's still going on. It's still going on. It's getting worse. It's getting much worse. Um, oh yes, there's some more America stuff. Uh, Europe's basically gonna gonna run out of uh, fuel. Uh, because they got it all from Russia, Germany especially got a lot of it from Russia, and it's been cut off and and all of that. So that kind of happens when you take sides in a war. Sometimes people, you know, they get cranky about it and they and they go, "Hey, I'm not giving you gas anymore." Why not? Because you're killing my people. You know, it's kind of rude, man. Like I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I wish you would have asked first before you started killing everybody I care about. But whatever, that's fine. Um. True score. The problem with the Canadian Armed Forces new dress code. That's a that's a fun one. Hey, isn't that a good one? Perpetual government assistance for the legacy media. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's good. We, that's what we need. We need the gov- We need an indefinite. We need to just make CBC a part of the government now, don't we? You might as well. You really might as fucking well, wouldn't you? Just do it anyway. Just make that a new government department. Information. I'm the minister of information. Let's just cut to shit. Stop funding them so much. Like, you're, we're going we're gonna to fund them forever. Let's just do that. All right? We'll just do it that way. I mean, my God. Who do you think? They, well, just because they sign all of your paychecks and completely determine your, uh, your, your future and if you get pay raises and all that stuff doesn't, doesn't mean you're just going to do what they say. That would be crazy. That would make them like your boss or something. You're not your boss. They only sign your paychecks. That doesn't make them your boss. Yes, it, yes, it does. It literally does. Um, yes, it does. And uh, now we wanna, they want to provide government assistance indefinitely for the a legacy media after a nearly $600 million federal journalism bailout expires in 2024. No, oh, so we're just going to pay them forever. So why don't you just cut the shit? Ministry of Information, uh, you know, and just say, this is what we're, you just control, just make a fucking ministry that controls information. You might as well, because that's where we're going. It's laughable that you're even pretending to do anything else. And, um, and, and, and good, 
I, go ahead. That will only bring about the inevitable change even faster. That will only make people realize how much of a, uh, a garbage human being you are, an authoritarian, tin pot, dictator, tyrant, wannabe motherfucker, more obvious than ever. Do it, do it, do it. I want you to. We all want you to. And you don't understand why. They're accelerations. I'm watching you stab yourself to death. And you're like, I'll cut my own throat. And I'm like, go ahead. Go do that. Yeah, sure. We're in a fight and you're threatening to cut your own throat and you're holding a knife to your neck. Go ahead. You think this is going to hurt me, but it's going to kill you. You're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. You're the dumbest fucking person in the world. Hey, you know what we should do? Let's tax the farmers even more. Let's do that. Let's do the same thing that's happening in, uh, in Europe. Let's do, it. Let's do it here. Let's tax them here so the same thing can happen. I didn't find the story earlier. But I do want to find it. I don't have it off the top of my head. But there's something, something True North or something posted earlier. Now, C- Canadian farmers are warning of the same thing because they want to do the same things. They want to expropriate the land so the government has it. And how do you get these farmers off the land? Well, you bankrupt them. You make it so they can't afford it and they're forced to sell it to you. Isn't that nice? We're just going to keep coming up with taxes until they, they can't pay them and can't pay them and can't pay them. And then, oh, you, you lost everything. You lost everything. And then when you, uh, and then when you, rev- you know, revolt peacefully, as you people have asked it, you know, because your whole thing is violence, violence, violence. There's no violence. We're there in tractors, motherfucker. The semi-trailers was, was too much. That was too scary. The bouncy castles, the face painting, the children laughing. We understand that was very horrifying. You came in, you knocked out however many trucks, you arrested how many people. No weapons were found, but you, you know, it doesn't matter because it's the principle of the thing. And the principle is they didn't, they, they weren't doing the right thing, were they? And you had to make them, didn't you? You had to make them do the right thing, obviously. We to just make them, right? I mean, they weren't doing what they were supposed to do, those people, those truckers. And we, we had to just fucking make them, you know? We just fucking had to make them do it, obviously. Because that's how it is. Because I'm in charge. So they got to do what I say. Like, these people are not fit to be in charge of anything. Like, And then, you know... Now, this is what's going on. Because this is going to help. Do more stuff like this. This, uh, this helps. Oh, what's going on here? What is this? Oh, I messed up my... Uh... <laughs> hmm. Um, is this the one? No. This is the one. I changed the resolution. And then it... Uh... It doesn't matter. It's boring nerd stuff. And no one cares. What was I talking about? Get to the bad cops. Yeah. They feel like they can uh, do stuff like this. This guy, this guy is being beaten by several cops, and then they let two dogs come up and just chew on him. Because why wouldn't you? Dogs just tearing into him. And the best part is, they're like, "Hey, you know what's? You know what would be better than this guy getting chewed up by a dog? Two dogs. So let's get a second dog." So they bring the other dog up. Here, get him. Get him, dog. They literally put the dog on his body to... So now he's being chewed by two different dogs. So that's good, right? It's obviously not good for him. See, this This is what I mean. This is, this is what accelerationism is. Good. You know how many enemies you just made? Do you have any people... Um, this particular clip only had 200,000 views. So only 200,000 people saw that on this platform in this iteration 
of the upload, I would gauge, I would wager it's millions. Millions of people saw that. And uh, they're going to see that you're the government, bro. They're going to be like, yeah, fucking get that guy with those dirty tractor farmer, man. I wish they did that to those truckers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people will think. They all do. Everyone thinks exactly like that. And they can't wait to be like, I hope you do more of that, daddy government. I can't wait. I I I hope you come to my house so I can suck your dick next. I'm looking for, I pray for it every night like Santa Claus. Please, please come to my house and fuck my wife. Please do that, Mr. Government. I love you so much. You're so benevolent. You're amazing. And what you did with those horses and the dogs eating people, this is now, this is Holland's um, uh, horses moment. If that wasn't it, it was this one. 16-year-old protester was shot at for driving a tractor, and then they arrested him for a man- attempted manslaughter because he clearly tried to... Look at him clearly try and run these cops over. As they run out to the side of the road, they run out to the side of the road and then start shooting at this tractor, which is a good seven or eight feet away from them. Yeah, he totally tried to run them over. Yeah, that that's... How to win friends and influence people, you know? That's just how it's done. And then the government can just say that didn't happen... And they'll be like, you know, government fucking rules. We're the best. They gotta do it. it. This is the prevailing attitude around the world in every country. There's no one out. No one's all of them. There's a pandemic, all right. Of 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 tyrannical thinking, of bullying, of thinking you can just tell people what to do, and they must do it. And if you don't, well, we'll just fucking force you to. No, man, because we already fought wars over this. That's what you told us the reasons were. And we're sitting around thinking, you know, hundreds of millions of people are in the ground and had their lives cut short and destroyed before the, the great pursuit, the holy pursuit, the sacred rights of, you know, free speech and free assembly and freedom and free people and democracy and not being able to force people, compel them to, to bend them to your will, to force people to do things that they don't want to do. We all agreed that that was a bad fucking thing. And we said, this is why we live this way and we'll fight anybody who ever tries to make us. So you sent us off to fight these wars. And then you started getting a little weird with it, right? You'd say like, oh, well, they, they're after our democracy. There's that word again, you know, Saddam Hussein, was there, he hates your democracy or something like that, right? So we had to go kill him too and kill all those people. So you can understand after, you know, decades, my entire life actually, and many other lives previous to that where you were just hammering the nail constantly that free speech and free people and free and democracy and and people being able to live free of persecution was like, I don't know, one of the most fundamentally important things in the human experience so much as that we've, I mean, we're fighting wars over it, obviously. But now, now that's all hate speech. Now that's all bad, is it? Because it's, according according to you, the the post-millennial says, uh, um, well, we'll see who, who, this is from an ex. These are from the experts, right? That say free speech is a rallying cry for the far right. Says an expert. Well, they put an expert on there. So there you go. An expert on hate crime and right wing extremism. What's extreme? What extreme things have happened in Canada? Extremely extreme. What happened? I remember David Zegarak nearly killed four fucking people when he ran them down with his car. But that was that. Was that even in the news? Have you even heard that name? Can you imagine if someone associated in Ottawa or in any of these other places, in Coots, anywhere else, got in their car and ran over four cops or ran over four anybody? We would still be talking about it. 
You be still would be hearing about it on CBC all the time, but you don't. Why? Because wrong team. He thinks the things he's supposed to think. And that is, he hates you. And that's good, because we do also. The establishment hates you. The media hates you. The, it's, all, it's the same prevailing attitude. It's, in all, it's all over the world. It's in the United States. It's in Canada. It's in the UK. There is a concentrated, organized effort to stamp out people like this. And it's not really centered around any kind of um, tangible, physical thing you can really, really point to. It's simply people that just don't do what they're told. They're just... They seem to think that we don't own them and that is not acceptable because we do own them. And people that live outside of that paradigm, they go, no, you don't. I'm going to do this. Fuck you. You can't make me. They say, well, yeah, I can. And I will. Those, those people should not be in charge. And like I said, didn't we just fight wars against those, that, that exact kind of thinking? I'm pretty sure we buried and put a lot of people in the ground over the, over fighting that exact emotional response, whatever that is, that ideology, that that kind of brain that develops that thinks I need to control everybody, I need to be in charge, and I need to fucking force people to do what I don't want. I I don't care if they like it or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna force them, and I need to do it, and I'm gonna make them do it. Yeah, people like that are no good. You know those people. Rope time. Remember? Remember that? So now you've, now you're those people telling us that <laughs> things have completely uh, flipped around here. You're not the good guys anymore. You know, these people in the, in the state and the media, they're not at all. They've completely lost their minds. Um, they're morally bankrupt. And they, and that's one of the reasons why they are morally bankrupt because they don't even see what's wrong with what's happening. Doesn't. Doesn't compute. There's nothing there. You might as well speak Spanish to them. They don't. They don't have no idea what you mean. They see all of this, everything that's been happening, and so <laughs> when you when you don't when you're not when you don't value these things, you're not taught to value them one way or another. Maybe you learn it from your parents. Maybe you learn it from your friends. Maybe you learn it through life experience. But you learn the truth of what is important and what is not important one way or another. Some people do, some people don't. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I've never learned how to build a rocket. Does that mean they don't exist? No. I just don't know. Never spent any time with it. Never looked into it. Why the fuck would you know? Why do people inherently think they believe that they know what's right and wrong? Just because. Just because you exist? Why do you know the difference between right and wrong, what's good and what's not good? Because you just showed up? Is, did you get that downloaded into your fucking software when you were born? Hey, I know, I know, I know, I know all about it now. Nope. You were either, and even if you teach people, they still have to learn on their own, don't they? So you have these people with very little moral uh, foundation at all about what's right and wrong and what's good and what's not good in in this kind of thing. And, And never mind personal sacrifice. This country can't even stand outside in the rain, man. If it gets too cold, people go inside. They will do anything to avoid being uncomfortable anything they will take experimental injections to avoid being called names or having having something done like they'll do anything no discomfort no uncomfortable nothing uncomfortable no sacrifice no pain at all but that's how you learn and that's how you grow is by doing difficult things and going through difficult situations and they refuse to do it so they never grow into anything they stay children they stay a sheltered child a little baby that is too afraid to approach the perimeter fence because they might get you know Mike, it's too scary for them. So they don't go, they don't venture out too far. 
And these people think they know what's out there. The people too afraid to even go near the fence are going to tell you how, what's out there in the world and what's right and wrong and how it all works and you know where the bad people come from. Because that's really what this is at the end. It's just bad people. And that's, you know, I don't care if they don't understand us and they, they don't see it. They're not supposed to. They're not, they're not, they're not. You're here because you're supposed to be. Because if people like, like you didn't exist to see this and call this shit out and try and, you know, it would always, it would never lose. It's like the equally amount of really bad people in the world are almost matched by the, by the amount of good people in the world. And like 70% in between are just like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like not really, um, you know, motivated by too much besides they're consumers, right? They want to go do their job. They're nine to five. They want to go, you know, make their money and buy their boats and cars and watch the football game. And they, they aren't, they're not getting involved either way. They're also not trying to like, you know, get rich by like flipping properties, but ripping people off. And they're not trying to, you know, install, you know, city councilors that are going to be good for their, you know, trash hauling business. You know, they're, they're not, they're not scheming out there and just fucking people over. Cause it's all about me. I need more shit for me. I got to do, I got more, more, you know? So you've got those people. And then on the other side, the people that have to fight, that's just how it is. That's how it's always been. So I just, la- I find it funny when you get these, you know, these normie, you know, kind of really, they don't know anything, <laughs> you know, why would they know? Well, the government said that it's all on T. Oh, did they? Did they, huh? You, you still think they're like good people, huh? Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I remember those days. I remember being like 17, not even like I was like a child. I was like 12, I think before I went. Wait, maybe, what if the people in charge are bad? No, that can't be. Uh, it can be. It do be. Sometimes it definitely be. And right now, uh, it looks like that. And now they're hiring experts to tell you what, what hate is. The Ministry of Truth, the, oh, I'm sorry, the Ministry of Information, the Cabinet Minister of uh, Information for the Government of Canada, it remains to be seen who's appointed to that. Um, is going to tell you what hate is. They're going to legislate emotions and tell you which one of your emotions is correct and incorrect and what information is, is, is right and true and correct and which is misinformation, disinformation. Uh, you know, not lies. You know, so they don't say that. They don't, they don't come out and say it's a lie. They just say it's disinformation or it's misinformation or false information. Why, well, you know, words are interesting. They, they choose to use and what they don't. Uh, behind I need like a, a ticker or something there we go Plaid Pondre says just because uh, New York City is running ads for how to protect yourself from a nuke doesn't mean they're trying to continue the fear train I, I saw that here's this is what you do if you're if you can see the mushroom cloud you're dead like you are going to die you might as well just shoot yourself I mean you're fucked um and they're like, oh, you got to get inside and you got to get away from the windows and get in the basement and hide a bitch. It's over. You're dead. If your city gets hit with a hydrogen bomb, you're going to be vaporized instantly. And if not, you're going to catch fire and melt 
if you're outside of the instant, you know, destroyed zone. And then beyond that, you're going to be really fucked up from, uh, you know, blast injuries and all of that. And then on top of that, you've got radiation falling down from the sky in numbers you can't imagine. You're dead. You're going to, you've already been lethally poisoned by radiation, even if you survive the blast. Even if you're like within 10 miles of the fucking thing, like you're probably very sick already. <laughs> you know, you don't get it. You get the fuck out of there. If a bomb goes off, you get the fuck out of there immediately as fast as you can. If it was over there, you go the other way as fast as you can and get as far away from that radioactive death hole as possible. Hide in your house, cover the windows. And, and it said, and wait for social media or, or monitor social media for updates. Yeah. So when, if a nuke lands in New York, you're supposed to go back into your apartment building, uh, you know, hide out in your, in your <laughs> somewhere, go to the parking garage and, and go on Twitter. That's how that's our, <laughs> that's more insulting than duck and cover. That's worse. NWO Pickley says what happens every time the government tries to control farming land, Farming land, starvation, death, and murder. Yep, every time. Uh, the DSS evidence says, in an effort to diversify Hollywood, I'm working on a movie about one or more culinary revolution. Culinary? We're doing food revolutions? Culinary rev- revolution. Oh, wait, what? Culinary revolutionaries in Canada. Working title, Food Boog 2. The Baconing of the Cakening. Just top with Toppinator. Adolfina Gretler's thoughts about this idea. And I can't do I gotta be in the oh that was that one takes a lot out of me. I nearly blow an eye socket every time I do that one. Adolfina Gretler. Oof, maybe. I'll have to think about it. Sergeant Rock says the new CIF dress code. Oh, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm so glad. Uh he says, just tells you how weak this country is under these idiots. Can't wait to see the drag queen on the front line making the Russians surrender in Ukraine. Oh yeah. Sergeant Bear says, so we just doing Django now? It's a movie. He says, fuck backing the blue. Yeah, it's really hard to have any sympathy for law enforcement at this point. Blam says, what do you think about the predictions that Russia will fire off some tactical nukes into Ukraine as they start to run low on the conventional? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be running low anytime soon. The Chinese will ship whatever they need. It's a, it, They're so over the barrel in that whole situation. It's preposterous. But there's something else I wanted to talk about here first before. Or should I go? Oh, they all kind of tie together. Where is this? Where is this? No, that's not it. The dress code thing. Yeah, you know. The problem. Um, you know, they Lauren Gunter put this in the uh, Toronto Sun. He, na- he nails it. Um, talks about the old, uh, the old days. They tried to do stuff like this. They relaxed on standards. And Listen, and, and people are taking like the company man approach. Some of the guys are like, just because you don't like it. Doesn't mean it's not good. It's the fucking army, and the army's always right, and we're going to be fucking better than ever, boys. We're going to fucking, uh, like, shh, dude. It's embarrassing. Like, stop shilling for the army. Like, this is ridiculous, man. You're not going to spin this. Like, accept the obvious. You're compromised. Our entire country and all of our institutions are deeply compromised by a very toxic and poisonous ideology that will end in nothing but ruin for everything that tu- everything it touches everyone that adopts any of this will end up destroyed that's its entire point it's destructive um and it's working its way through where you're right now you're like you might as well deny that you have cancer because that's what you have you have soul cancer okay um absolutely the dress standards are very important 
I don't know how many times I've gone over this, the importance of this and the, and the discipline that comes with it. And that's another standard that's gone, just like the PT standard, just like the IQ standard, uh, just like the age standards, just all of them. All of the standards have uh, dropped considerably just since the time I was in the army in the last few years. I understand it's gotten much, much worse, much worse. It's not a serious place. And, but you want, like, there's, there's a crisis, right? There's an attrition crisis. There's not enough, uh, not enough people, can't get enough people to stay in. Why is that? Do you think this helps? Like what, what kind of guys join the army? What kind of people join the army? You know, are like tech entrepreneurs going to join the army? You know, is it, uh, you know, there's a certain kind of people that end up, that end up doing that job. Do you think this is going to attract them or drive them away? Do you think people are going to go, oh my goodness, I can wear a dress now? That's the only thing that was holding me back. For every one of those you get, you've lost 500 men that wanted to participate in an actual army that took itself seriously and wasn't pandering to woke, ideologically motivated communist nonsense. I don't want to have anything to do with an organization like that. Um, neither would it, neither would a lot of self-respecting men and not, you're not going to be recruiting more people. This is going to make the problem much worse. You're fucking stupid. What kind of people are you going to get with this policy? Real woke, real diverse, real, you know, is that who fights and wins? They, they're war, they're killers, are they? Because that's the job guys. Your, your, your job is to kill other people and not once. And it's not easy. It's not like putting down a chicken. You're going to fight to the death in, in maybe large numbers and you, you maybe have to kill dozens of people. But you want to you pander to a crowd of people that needs, it's, it needs to be constantly narcissistically reassured that it's special and it's important and it has its own pronouns and it has to... I, I just have to be... I just have to be comfortable in my... Those are the people you think are gonna, you're going to send them into, into mortal combat against the, uh, the Russian Federation and the PLA... really man did you maybe you should ask some of the people that do this for a living maybe you should stroll down to like uh, Coronado and and talk to the Navy SEALs about that about what kind of people you should be recruiting for war you know who you should ask is the people that do the most war Uh, because they'd be the experts on it right that's what makes you an expert you do it more than anybody that's how you get good at anything isn't it practice makes perfect Who's, who's better than that no, no, you don't want to listen to them. You want to listen to uh, you want to listen to ideologues. You want to listen to politicians and woke college professors tell you about how important it is that uh, you know Tommy be able to paint his nails at work, and then you and then you you know take the knee to that because you really care about his feelings. How about when you have to tell him to fucking you know fight to the death? Like, I'm ordering you to die here. They can do that. Like, you have to stay here and defend this position indefinitely. <laughs> and you're, you're going to die. Legally, you have to do That's your job. Is Tommy going to be okay with that? He wasn't even okay with, you know, needed pronouns in his fucking email address before he sent him off, you know, briefing notes from the exercise. You had to make sure that was taken care of because that would have been very upsetting to him. They don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. And even more insulting. And everybody knows my position on it. I don't think we should have anything to do with this fucking nonsense. This whole conflict has nothing to do with us. None of the Canadian people at all. Maybe some of the, a lot of the rich people involved that are laundering their money over there like a fucking washing machine. 
It's a laundromat. It's a 24-7 laundromat that's open all day and it's full of cocaine and strippers and all the richest people in the world are just coming in and out of there nonstop. Nonstop! Except they're not washing their clothes, they're washing their money. And they used our guys to train them for a long time, for like eight years. Regular army guys were there, Kansoff guys were there. In Ukraine, training their army, as we've learned, as you know, we learned it first. And I remember I talked about it, and people said I was crazy. Like friends of mine are there right now. They're they're neo-Nazis, full blown. Like they're doing Sieg Heils and shit. I was like, no. He's like, yeah, man. Like about tattoos and everything, huge swastika tattoos, I'm telling you. And then they'd send pictures. We'd be like, wow. And then the army said, no more pictures. No more nobody no. Don't talk about this. The army, don't talk about this. Oh, okay. Weird. So we went through all that time and effort to train all these guys and do all this, this kind of shit. It wasn't all, it wasn't the whole Ukrainian army, obviously, but there was, there's a questionable portion of it, right? And then all this shit happens and we're like, hey, you know, you know what? The refugees, you can come here. Bring them all to Canada because we have enough doctors. We got enough houses. We got enough. We got enough everything. We're doing great right now. We definitely don't have sh- nothing wrong going on. We can definitely afford to bring in all kinds of more people. So we did that for them. And then we're like, oh, you need us to pay for here. Have billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Oh, that's not enough either. Okay. Oh, you want all of our guns? How about you take an entire battery of artillery cannons? You want that? Here, take those away. Here, take uh, take all these guns. Take these night vision equipment. Take these uh, b- uh, body armor. These frag vests. Take these. Uh, take these grenades. Take this. You know, take all these anti tank rifles. Take all those. We're not going to need those. Take that. Take that. Take all this ammunition. Take all that. There. Is that good enough? Nope. No, it's not. No, it's not because um, a, a turbine that had to be sent to Canada to for repair. Well, it's a it's a Russian turbine for or something for their for their gas pipelines, which, as I've talked about, the Germans are quite concerned about because if they'd listened to Trump years ago and not depended on uh, Russian gas and they should have invested and did the things he was, they would be in a much better position. But they laughed at him and didn't listen to him because he was just a dumb right wing fucking far right neo-Nazi. So now they're going to freeze to death this winter and they don't have enough gas. Anyway, uh, something was it was being repaired in Canada and uh, Canada was going to turn send it back to Germany, but it was Russian made and, you know, Russian produced and it needed Russian. So, so this motherfucker, after everything we've done, every single thing we've done and how much this country is going to suffer now because of this, this vile, disgusting little coward weasel of a man who's not even in Ukraine, by the way, he's in fucking Poland. You're not fooling anybody. Everybody knows you're in fucking Poland, you piece of shit. And you're going to stand there and say to the last Ukrainian and send everybody to fight and die. You don't look too fucking old. What are you doing? What the fuck are you really doing anyway? Besides running around saying, everybody give me shit all over the world. Everybody give me everything all the time. And then the one time after everything this country's done for you, I wouldn't have done any of it, by the way. But so far, it's not my call. And they're just, that's what they've done. And, on, and after everything that we've done for you, you go, actually, actually, he says, Moscow will see Canada's decision as weakness and that the move is unacceptable oh oh oh, motherfucker i'm unacceptable did you hey phil did you hear that did you hear what this little bitch ass motherfucker just said this poor broke no country ass having motherfucker this piece of shit army just getting absolutely ass raped by the russians what did he just say after everything we've done for him he said we're unacceptable and they'll see it as weakness really 
Well, here's what I say to you, asshole. Okay, you want? I'll, I'll send you some aid. How about that? I'll send you some aid. This is what they should do. They should send the the envoy. I would send the envoy to hand deliver the aid package to him, and I would have them just stroll it, blow in there with like JTF2, and I'd be like, send the scariest men you have, like all Devin Larets, just all just mean, huge, like. Don't look into their eyes, you know what I mean? Those guys. And just have some general walk in there, hold out his hand, just shake his hand, and when he pulls it out, you give him a single 9mm round to put in it. That's for you. That's the last thing you're ever going to get from this country. Use it wisely. See you later, Big Z. Fuck off. How's unacceptable now? Oh, and we're gonna want the rest of that money back, or we're gonna maybe we'll start bombing it from the other side. You ungrateful piece of shit. Fuck you. Die. Let him have you. Hey, Ivan! He's over here! Yeah, no, we're gonna tell him where you're at. I'm gonna tell him, yeah, you're in Poland. I sent, I just texted your hotel address to the KGB. Yeah, you like that? You like that, you little fuck? Fuck you. Let it go! started over the dress code wouldn't that be badass he's like expecting Canada to show up like is my, is my shit here yet general just walks up and he goes here you go fuck face drops it on the desk the hell is that that's your aid see you later fucko <laughs> is he suggesting I shoot myself maybe you should I don't know you're in a pretty fucking fucked up situation Russians are bearing down on you, and the only people trying to help you are telling them that they're, that they're unacceptable as they empty their armories, they open their homes to your people, and they bankrupt their citizens to help you. And you have the fucking audacity to say something is unacceptable? I would have gone nuclear on this guy in public. I would have been, call a fucking press conference right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Nope. Not a chance. Never again. Cancel everything. Bring it all back. Anything we still have, bring it all fucking back right now. Bring it all back. Why should we? Why should we lift a fuck? You don't even appreciate what we're doing for you? It's never enough for you? What do you, you want our fucking people to go bleed and die there for you, huh? Get the fuck out of here. We, we're done. We are done with this. End it all. Shut it all down. Get everybody the fuck home for Christmas. End, end, of, end of mission. Bye. Bye. What a dickhead. I mean, I wouldn't have said it like that in public, but. That would have been the, uh, that would have been the, <laughs> would not have been a good reaction. <laughs> he said, what? Oh, um, do, do, do. Yeah. So I, I don't think the Russians are going to use it. Why, why would they? They're winning very easily without them. They don't, they don't need to. And, um, they're running out of the other sides actually run out of ammo and shit faster than, than the Russians are, but well, I don't know. We'll see. Why would they move? They're just feeding shit into a, into a meat grinder forever. They're just going to sit here and just bomb shit as it shows up. So apparently their, 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 their strategy is to just... Hopefully the Russians eventually run out of ammo. <laughs> yeah, they care so much about their soldiers over there, don't they? Just keep sending them in. Eventually, maybe in six more months, they'll run out of ammo. 
So you mean me just go get blown up by a rocket? Just so the next guy can get blown up by a rocket? So the next guy... Yes, exactly. This is the World War I strategy. Yes, it is. That killed an insane amount of people. That it. Remember in retrospect, we were like, that was the dumbest shit we ever did. Yeah, I remember. I'm just, I'm just totally wasting my time with you right now, aren't I? Yes, yes, you are. I don't, not listening to anything. Did you see what Zelensky said? Hi. Did you see what President Zelensky said on TV? I was so inspired by, uh, by Mr. Zelensky. I got to work on a, on a uh, little peep, little peeps impression. I think I could do it. I tried it once. I never tried them if I, but without any practice, and it went okay. I was like, oh, fuck. I think I have that one. I could do that one if I could work on that. <laughs> because he's next. He's going to be in the chair next. So once, uh, you know, once Sock Boy has gone to go cry to his mommy and probably do other weird stuff with her. They're a weird family, you know. Ask Kyle about it. Um, you know, we're, we're going to uh, get smug glasses wearing hair slick fucking little peeps president peeps we're gonna get prime minister pee pee almost for sure motherfuckers this guy's his his approval rating is at eight percent eight percent strongly approved eight only eight percent of the people are like i'm really i am re i'm really impressed <laughs> that's not good that's not good so we're gonna get we're gonna get little peeps next and um I can't remember where I was going with this, but uh, he's going to be, he's going to, we're going to have fun with him. It's going to be good. <laughs> uh, Sir Toast uh, says, touching grass is not enough. I need redacted to happen to powerful people. It, you never, the night is young. Hellbilly Deluxe says, uh, penance for my tardiness. Don't hit me. Well, wasn't thinking about hitting anybody, but now things have changed. N.W.O. Pickley says, here is a poll for everyone. What was more peaceful than the Farewell Parade, <laughs> President of Sri Lanka, or the George Floyd peaceful protests? Yes. And, every, you know, they're not fooling anybody, man. So many people. No one. So many people I know now just get, um, get, their, get their information, like, through other people that they trust. You know what I mean? They don't, they're not watching this shit anymore. Nobody is watching CBC. No, like not really. Nobody's really gives a shit. Um, I don't know. I know very few people that even watch it anymore. <laughs> They're like, give us more money. Yes, dump more money in the money hole. Um, the DSS evidence says, but he bombed thousands of innocents. Yes, but you called him a fucktard, and there's only so much room in our prisons. Off you go now. Come back when you're less hateful. All right. Yeah, you can't say you can't say words. That's the real crime. NYC bit uh, says Redacted is a proud to sponsor tonight's show based on a timeless 1700s French design. Redacted is the only Redacted you need when your arms are tired from Redacted. Trust Redacted when you need to Redacted on an industrial scale. I think he meant guillotine. Kaiva <laughs> Rich says that beard's getting serious. It's all right. I've had it bigger before, I believe. It's been, it is getting a bit, I don't know how much, where does it have to go? Will I, will I gain more wisdom or will I just be more retarded? You'll be more retarded because you're drinking that beer. It's making you stupid. Yeah, you're probably right. Chris Jason says, let's go. 
You are a madman. I uh, love that idea with the nine mil. <laughs> my buddy's dad did that to us when we were kids, but it was one 303 bullet and said it was to my buddy. And said, uh, said it to my buddy. It was hardcore. Yeah, dude, that's a scary move, right? <laughs> That'd be amazing. You just stroll in and fucking, here you go. I don't understand. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> Leave him, run away. Hey, what? it's got his name already carved in it. Like, ooh, I guess I shouldn't have insulted them. Imagine Canada having that kind of reputation. That'd be badass. It's like, don't fuck with their, you know. They're really nice until you piss them off and then you don't want that. Because why shouldn't, why? What the fuck did we do to you? We were only ever nice to you. And you talked to us like this? Like you don't, you couldn't, well, I'll just take my business elsewhere then. You fucking asshole. Man, I hate this country. And like that affects us, right? Like, and that's why people are like, yeah, like, I would want our country to say that. I would want our leaders to be like, how dare you take advantage of the fucking goodwill and the people that live here. We were just trying to help you and you, you have the audacity to say that we're unac- this is an unacceptable move. Oh, fuck yourself. How about this? I'm going to give the Russians some money now. How's that? How's that sit with you? You little fucking asshole. You too. Fuck you. I know that's not how the world works. But if, it should, you know. If we had actual sovereign nations where the, the, that country called its own shots and we weren't all just controlled by, you know, fucking communist bankers all over the world and these rich assholes and these corporations, these special interests that fucking... If it wasn't for that. But it'd be... Sometimes it'd be... Um, let me get that one. Let me get that. We're good. We're good! There's an... Un- and, you know... Why would people be mad? There's... I mean... Listen, we're all dealing with this. That there's an unexplained a cause. There's unexplained deaths. We talked about this last time and the time after that because all the provinces are noticing a major jump. 25% increase in just death for seemingly no reason. Pretty big jump. But you know what? It's not, it's not the vaccines because it says authorities say. It says it right here. It says it right here where it says authorities say. So vaccines are not causing unexplained deaths because authorities... Okay, good. Okay, good. It's the authorities. It's some, the authorities said that? Who was that? Was it like Big Bird or was it... It wasn't somebody on Sesame Street. Was it, oh, it was the authorities? Oh, okay, good. Good. I was, hoping it was the, I was hoping it was the authorities. Glad you said it. Authorities said it. Not even a, not even a person you can identify. Not even anyone you can tie directly. Not, not even like... Not, not anyone. No one. Just authorities say. Oh, okay. Nice headline. Very vague. Gets you what you need to know. Everything's safe and effective because we said so. Moving on. Right on. That's not weird at all. The fact you even had to print this, the fact you even wrote this and printed it is is gobsmacking. That is a jaw-dropper. Like, this is a more of an admission of guilt than anything I can imagine. And you have to go three-quarters away down the article to find this. It's just a bunch of like, don't worry, we're following the rules. Everything's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, there's nothing weird going on. Uh, we receive information about death directly, and vo- most of the deaths are reported within days, and every- everything's working the way it's supposed to. And then the claim of vaccines causing death is not supported by scientific research or the global experience of COVID-19. There's no basis to suggest the unknown category of the service Alberta data contains any additional adverse event following immunization deaths. The very low rate of death in the other series AEFIs in Alberta is consistent with the extent of published evidence. Oh! Oh, well, you slipped that in there at the end. So I guess 
there's no data, there's no science to support it. We don't. Oh, so I, in, in my hometown, there was a there was a whole thing one year. Well, for for many years actually, there was a pulp mill there that um, operated for a long time. It's dirty. They're polluting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, it was bought by, eventually it was bought by an Asian company, a Chinese company or, or Indonesian company or something, right? And um, they just didn't give a fuck. And they're like, fuck these environmental regulations because the fines weren't very much. And they're like, we'll make five times more money than we would lose paying the fines. So pollute away. And it's not their country anyway. So who the f- why would they give a shit? They don't live here. And it's obvious, right? I mean, do we really need to know, like, people are getting sick. It's got one of the highest cancer rates in the country, or it did. It hasn't been operating, as, uh, you know, lately, but. I mean, my, uh, my father told me when they first, when they first fired up back in the day, we, the, the acid rain was like peeling the paint off of cars and shit. They'd install, like, scrubbers on the fucking thing. <laughs> it's right across the harbor. It's just, this, like, shitty, toxic cloud comes into the town. You're like, it smells like garbage. It's horrible. I, I'm, just, I'm just realizing the fucking aesthetic of where I grew up is probably <laughs> sounds ridiculous. Uh, it's like a fucking. Oh, man. What would it. Um, oh, I got to think of a good. What was the what was the movie? Oh, shit. Um <laughs> Is this the one? It might be. Like, where did I live? It just sounds like... So it was like a pretty violent town. No, that's not what I want. This isn't it. And, uh... A lot of bar fights, a lot of people, you know... Shenanigans. A lot of... A lot of people are broke. There's some... There's some murder. Like, it was... It was voted the worst place in Canada to live. Picto County. Like, three years in a row by McLean's Magazine. <laughs> low... Low, um... Not good employment, really high drug numbers, you know. And on top of that, across the fucking harbor is this big sinister looking plant. It's just like blanketing the town in toxic smog all the time. Kids are walking around going, eh, 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 I'm dead serious. Picto, you know? Where the fuck are you from? Like, you don't want to know. This is terrible, you know? Oh, God. Yeah, I basically live in a toxic waste dump. So, anyway, the point is, uh, that was one of the arguments that they used. They're like, there's no data to suggest that this is causing any harm. Like, do we really need data? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure pumping this town full of toxic waste and gas. And they wanted to, like, dump all this effluent, like, stuff in right into the harbor. Like, where everyone's like, uh, we fish lobsters here. Like, fuck you. We don't care. We're going to dump all this sh- shit. And there was a, a, a legit, like, um, uh, like, like, like this pond. What the hell is that? moved over there like this pond um on on the in the native uh uh community there next to it boat harbor it's called go go google this shit i'll fucking show you right now <sighs> this is literally this is not out of a movie this is a real place okay this is so this is boat harbor this could be your backyard isn't it doesn't looks good right 
it's like smoldering. It's a smoldering toxic waste dump of a man. This is this is where I'm from, boys. It's a good time. Anyway, they wanted to dump this right into the uh, right into the harbor <laughs> where all the for all the fishermen are. So anyway. There's no data to suggest that it would be harmful. Oh, well, if there's no data to suggest it, I suppose it's probably a good idea to do anyway. There's no data to suggest that any of these are harmful. No, there's just all kinds of weird stuff going on. You know what the problem is? It's coffee. People are having too much coffee. The nation's favorite drink could make your blood sticky. Increasing risk. Blood clots. There's a lot of stuff about blood clots in the news in the last few months. Hasn't there been? Hasn't there been? Hasn't there been? A blood clot in the vein using the leg is known as deep vein thrombosis, and it could be extremely dangerous, life-threatening even. Uh, yeah, heart attacks it causes. Uh, could sipping on the nation's favorite drink be increasing your... It's probably the coffee! I knew it all the time. It was the coffee that was killing everyone. Oh, God. Like, give me a break. Dehydration from drinking too much coffee is making your blood stick. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Sudden adult death syndrome. There's all kinds of new things happening. It's just all... It's, it's all just fun. It's all just good stuff. It's all fine. Everything was fine until this year. All of a sudden, we were drinking coffee. We were smoking cigarettes like fucking candy and cigars. We were fucking drinking at work. Mm. It was the fucking 1950s and 60s. Nobody wore seatbelts. It was fucking crazy. Sometimes guys were just shooting guns in the air like, woo! And you'd be like, what's going on over there, sir? And he'd be like, I am in the United States and having a great afternoon. And they'd be like, excellent. And he would drive away. Hammered drunk in his in his uh, convertible. <laughs> Two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but now we've just noticed that coffee, coffee is gonna. Oh, I got one. Yeah, die Wurmen, die Wurmen. I can't do the, the. I don't know what they say over there. You giant Dutch crazy people. It says Dan was gonna use this for fact or fairy tale. Next time. Yeah, that was an obscure one. Yeah, but that's great. Yeah, the coffee is doing it, guys. You got to be careful. Um, it will get you. Oh. I don't know if I want to say people's full names because people have gotten punished for sending me money before. But I'll say... He knows who he is. Scott, thank you very much. Just happy to be here with you in this entire community. Remember this. Real friends and supporters send positivity and financial support, not disgusting Freeland comment. That's... Thank you, Scott! Thank you for that. Finally, someone understands... It's been so long since some, and they're always, you know. That's right. I'm glad you said thank you. It's about time. <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, Sergeant Rock says, "I want Canada to be all about Canadians first. Let's take care of our people and our backyard, our backyard first. Pro Pat Dagalon now, Dagalon forever. Damn, I love everyone that does the right thing. Don't you? It makes the arm, the hairs on your arm stand up when you just see something righteous happening. Like that really is." And you just can't, you're like, it's amazing. Like the whole, the people that see the James Top story and don't see it for what it is, don't appreciate it. Even, you know, like Ferry and the other guys are saying, even if you don't support the cause, you have to be like, wow, what a, what an, what an effort. What, what an energy um, commitment from a man to do such an inhuman thing is, is incredible. And they, and they don't, they don't care about that. And, it's the right, so the reason that they say, you know, nationalism is bad is because it's bad for corporations. It's bad for the people that are, if you're trying to control a nation, 
Because that's the level of the game that we're at now. These, these people have gotten so much money and influence that countries are no longer a... They're just provinces now in a, in a bigger country called the Earth that they, that, that they control. And if you have a strong nationalist sentiment, you're going to want to do what's best for your part of the world, where you live with your people, and uh, they come first and fuck everybody else. It's, it's competitive. And it um, means that those people are, are sovereign. They, they do what they believe to be right, and that's it. And that's what they've chosen to do. So these people decide, no, we don't want that. We want people that are you know, beholden, no national identity, no real, no real draw to, to a people or to a, to a country, to a flag, to borders, to regions, to, to the land, to families, to culture, to heritage, to history, to statues, nothing. We want to erase that. We want to rip the roots out of your very being itself. We're going to take, and this is what's been stolen from a lot of people that they don't realize. That whoever is listening to what I'm saying, you came from thousands of years of people, of your fit, not just random nobodies. I mean, your own family. Some people, not everybody gets along with their family. I get it. You know, disclaimer. But assuming they do, as most people care about, at least care on some level <laughs> about their family and their offspring and their future generations and so on. If they could all still be alive, they would all still, why wouldn't you? I mean, parents love their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren if they get to be, if they have the privilege of living that long. That's all being taken from you. They don't want that. They don't want you to understand yourself or where you come from or your history or you know what got us here the stories that that got us here the, the the sacrifices that were made the incredible things that were done see this is what the this is what the prime minister does and this is what the 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 state does and the media does they don't celebrate the things that made us the things that make us great and the the things that 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 propelled us to overcome you know unthinkable things and horrible challenges and in they don't they they point and say look at this horrible thing that happened and look at that look they, they denigrate they're tearing it down that doesn't mean not to recognize, the, but they're not just recognizing them, are they? They're not just recognizing, recognizing uh, you know, bad parts of history. They're emphasizing it. They're underlining it. They're highlighting it, and they're focusing only on that. So much to the point, they don't even recognize, they don't even acknowledge anything good that's ever happened anymore. Even talk, we're only, we're, are they putting up new statues? They're only tearing them down. You know how you, you, know how you make a country better? You, you encourage its success. You encourage someone's success. When someone is doing something the right, if someone's doing something wrong, obviously, you, you know, you need to, if you're their parent or you're their friend or, you know, not, not correct your friends, but if, it, if it's wrong enough that it warrants attention, like we got to say something, dude. If you don't care about the person, you're not going to say anything, but if you do, you would. But as you would, as you would correct and, and comment on or try to influence bad behavior and, 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 you know, pointing it out or recognizing it and talking about it, you should also do the same for the name of the sake of balance and sanity, everything good that's happened and remind people of the great and amazing things that have been accomplished here. And they don't want you to do that because that'll, that'll strengthen and embolden people. It'll set a standard. It'll set an example. It'll, it'll hold up examples of like, you know, if this is something that we, we think is, is great and valuable and, and we want more of that, other people will strive to do that. Because... Good people, I would hope you have people that, that think this way, at their core want to be, they want to be good. They want to do good things. They want to improve and, and try and do better than even the last, you know, take up the challenge. You know, your, your father and your grandfather and all these, all these different generations, look how much they've done. What are you going to do? It's your turn. 
even if the best you can do is maintain what they've built, that's still, that's amazing. You know what I mean? That's great. And then you hand it on to them and we just, we just keep going. Let's see how, let's see how far we can get. How, how far can we play this game? How great can we make it? How, how much can we do? How much can we grow? How much can we, can we build? What kind of legacy can we leave? These aren't things they put into the heads of people anymore. They don't want you thinking like that. They don't want you thinking about the future or, or, or legacy or th that's for them. Not you. You're just a peasant. You have no family. You have no culture. You're a post-national state. You have nothing. You have me, the television, and I will tell you what you are and, and what you will be and, and all of that. Fuck you. <laughs> and there's a strength in that because you realize that it's not just you. You can, you can feel like you want to defy something and fight something, but you know, there's always going to be that doubt. And you know why your, your ancestry and your history and everything is so important? Because these are stories of people that, that are you. You know, your, your father, your mother, you're 50% their DNA, aren't you? And so on and so forth. So you go back even multiple generations, that part of you is literally that person. Part of you is literally the same. It's, you're the same genetic code. You're the same thing. If it's if it's five percent, five percent of your entire being is is a copy of someone that's already existed. Hundreds and they and they did all of this and they stood up and they said, No, fuck you. And they fought to the death, or they did whatever they had to do. They, you know, they rescued the slaves, they went to the moon, whatever the fuck it is. And then when you you see that and you realize that, wait a minute, like if they why can't we? We're the same. They're not, they're not aliens. They're from another planet. They're people like us. They're, they're our families. And they'd rather you, you forget about all of this stuff. So who, who would have thought that Canada could, could pull off and, and do, you know, that the, the shook the world, really, that convoy that happened in Ottawa, that, that crazy period of time where the whole world was watching little old Canada. And now it's inspired. You think it hasn't had an impact? Dude, they, they're, they're flying our flags in the Netherlands right now. As, a, as like a nod and a hat tip. And their, their multiple countries are, are starting to go sideways. Because this is, we can't live like this, man. So I, I get quite, when they try to take something away, I, I question it. You're like, why? <laughs> you, you don't, because you, they don't care about, they don't care about my benefit. You're not doing this to help me. When the fuck, when's the last time the global state ever did anything to help me. And, and, you, and you know it's, it's a move that because it's happening in every country. It's not something that's happening in just your town or even just your country. Every country. Every country's doing this. Tear down the statues. Destroy history. Destroy your culture. Destroy it all. Be ashamed of it. Hate it. Hate yourself. Because it weakens you. People that remember where they came from and remember who they are and what they're made of and what they've done before and what they can definitely fucking do, whatever it takes. They, they, they keep that in, the, in, the, in, the, in part of their mind and, and part of their heart and their soul. They're not going away easy because they remember that shit. They build statues. They have parades. That's not for no reason. And they're, they're trying to take that away from you. So you get weak. So you have no attachment to anything. You can be influenced. You can be manipulated. You can be programmed. And, and this was the one I wanted to find earlier. The last time I was speaking about the, 
the Dutch here. I was trying to find one of these old, all these old hair, and they just, they just kick ass so much. It's such a great story, you know, just a human story on on the man to man level. Um. It's a great story, and it uh, it does highlight the you know we do have a special relationship, like I mentioned before, with the with the Dutch people, and it's uh, I'm 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 quite tickled to see it uh, it go like this. You know, Canada does what it does, and then you know, hold my beer. Here come the Dutch, and um, now the farmers in Canada are threatening that there may be a similar response here if uh, things don't turn around. So uh, check this check this out. We fought our way through Italy, and then headed for Amsterdam, sweeping for Germans along the way. Our worst fear was to catch a bullet in these last hours of the war. I was 15 when the Nazis invaded the Netherlands. More than 100,000 Dutch Jews never came home. Our men were put into forced labor. By 1945, we were starving. The food drops gave us hope. And then, the Canadians came. Before Amsterdam, I couldn't have explained why we were there, all those years away from home, but the Dutch showed us why it mattered. Papa wanted me to bring some soldiers home to thank them personally, and that's when I first saw Wilf, and I invited him over that afternoon. Marguerite Blaise married Lieutenant Wilf Gildersleeve. They moved to Vancouver, where they raised eight children. Today, the Dutch still remember the Canadians who liberated them. Isn't that badass? Badass is that. You know why he felt like that? Then I knew because he knew he felt like he was helping someone. He saw someone in pain and afraid and then saw that alleviated, literally washed away from their face as they were, you know, rescued. And the idea that, you know, helping someone to, to regain their uh, control of their own lives It's almost like being a free people is an important thing. And that people are willing to fight and die for it. It's weird like that. says I can't eat the vast amounts of shellfish near the camp because of the mill all contaminated I know I wouldn't he's in the area he knows all about it I love this I love that I know some I've met so many of you guys and I'm hoping to meet so many more of you this summer hoping to travel and hoping to go I will see what happens I'm gonna look at flights here soon we got to get out to colonial uh, Columbia British Columbia and, and check that place out in Alberta Saskatchewan, let's go. Scott Baker says, don't worry about saying my name here. Already had my interview with the Alphabet Simpletons. Don't care. <laughs> Sir Toast, remember before you, uh, you there were, it says, remember before you there were thousands of warriors in your lineage. 
who fought with guns, cannons, trebuchets, bows, spears, swords, and shields. Would they smile upon you today with how you are now? I think they'd be losing their patience. The ferryman says, why do those Canadian soldiers have racist red ensign patches on their shoulders? I know, imagine having a history and a culture. And you gotta like, that's that's kind of the dark duality um, kind of thing about war too, right? Um, fighting to, I I I would imagine it would have been a lot easier to reconcile. I mean, this is again, without getting into you know the no no topics, because <laughs> um, it's Canada now, right? All the new laws and such. That you know, being a guy in, in that war fighting for. You know, if you're one of these Canadian guys, like you'd have you'd have to imagine it would be much easier to reconcile and accept the the death and the loss and the struggle and everything like that. If you really believe that you were you were on the right side, like you really that's why it's so powerful. That's why controlling information and controlling the the minds of people is so powerful. If people believe what they're doing is the right thing, they will fucking do anything. They will go to the wall, man. If they believe it's like legit hardcore this is it this is the real deal they'll do anything i mean and and versus like conquering a country or just like invading for like we needed oil or you know what i mean like it's hard to justify in your in your i mean how, how do you get right with that how do you get right with killing people for something that didn't need to happen it's different if it needed to happen. Like, you were invaded. Like, the, the, the Battle of Thermopylae, right? Who would feel bad about, you know, cutting some Persian necks? You know I mean, like, dude, they fucking came here. They're going to steal our shit and fuck our women and make our slaves out of our kids and steal everything and murder us. Like, yeah, obviously. You wouldn't feel bad about that? Like, I had to. I had no choice. It was horrible and shitty and scary and crazy. I don't want to do it again, but it was... Versus, um, you know, getting a piece taken out of you or you're burying your friends or, or whatever. Because, oh, well, the emperor needed more grain or something. Like, some kind of weird, like, yeah, I don't know. They say, they say that in, in fighting, and in, in not just, you know, war fighting, any, any kind of fighting, any kind of real mental battle or struggle, like, it's going to come down to who wants it more. Because the foundational, the fundamentals of, of that effort are going to eventually overcome the other. Without all, you know, all other things being equal considered. But there's been some wars fought that should have been pretty one-sided and didn't go the way they thought. So your mentality is everything. If there's one thing I learned from the, from the Taliban and from studying things like the Viet Cong, um, the IRA, like, you know, I'm not saying these are good guys. <laughs> you know, that's not what I'm saying. But you can really hang the fuck in there for a long time if you really, really believe in what you're doing. I 
I guess if your beliefs are superior, they're more powerful. I, I believe in it. Like if they're doing it for like, so look at the, uh, look at, you know, ISIS and Al-Qaeda and stuff like that, for example. They're willing, dude, a guy willing to blow himself up for a cause is, is hardcore. That's as hard as it gets. That's all the way. That's, you know, the Japanese zero pilots that were slamming their, their fighters into, into the decks of ships and stuff just to, just to advance the ball up the road. That's hardcore. Like, that's crazy. It, it, it got so far they had to nuke those guys. You know? They were never going to surrender. The Japanese were never going to surrender, and they knew it. Like, we could invade mainland Japan, but it's going to kill a million people. Like, it's, and it'll be a while. It'll be years of that, maybe. Like, and then, and even then, you're going to occupy, like, they'll still be, uh, it's quite a deterrent. You don't want to fight people like that. <laughs> they can fuck you, mess with you for a long time. Jake Powell says, I'm thinking, uh, I'm just thinking what the standard society will be in the future from this radical education and indoctrination that takes place in the last seven years. Balkanization will take place in the U.S. It's got to happen. I can't see these aggressive pieces of criminal filth slowing anytime soon. They won't stop. It's eye-bleedingly apparent. It's not going to stop, but that's going to, we're, we're coming to a head here. And I, I know people have been saying that, for, but but we are. We are definitely progressing. It's not like, Nothing has happened. The thing is, people. Um, why is it so red? Come on here. I'm gonna fix this. You're so red. What are you doing here? You're so maybe a bit much. I don't know. What happens if I just? What if I made it blue? Huh? No. I don't want to do that. That was I talking about. They they think it's gonna be like. Something will happen, you know. Um, there'll be a big event and we'll just blow. Everything will go completely. That That's not usually how it is. We've clearly been progressing. Like, things are much worse than they were five years ago. You know, like, we're going down a path here. The lanes are getting narrower. The boxes, the color, the lines to color in are getting smaller. Um, and eventually it's going to be real obvious. To, it's getting more obvious to more people all the time. It's too big. It's too much to control. And they've lost the plot, man. It. it I don't, see, I don't get it. I don't see it. And it, I just, there's like a default position to assume because they're such powerful and influential and, and people and, and they've got so much under control that, that they can't be beaten, that they can't lose, I guess, like too big to fail or something. But, but they're just people and, and people with immense power, they've fallen. I mean, the president of a country has just fled his country. Like, it happens. <laughs> it can happen. And now we've got, you know, all these revolts going on in all these, all these countries. You need to believe in what you're doing and you need to like not get discouraged because it's hard. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, a lot of people that are, you know, the, the black pilled crowd, like it's over. There's no point even, you know, it, it's over. Well, what difference does it make? It's an honest question. What difference does it make? If, if you can't win, let's say you can't, like for whatever reason, you can prove it, you do the math and it's like, no, you can't win. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay, so are you going to just roll over and die? I would just fight them anyway. Like, it's, it's, if the end result is going to be, say, just theoretically, you know, in, in a metaphorical sense or a, met, or a real sense, we don't really know, you're going to go to a camp and get worked to death and executed against the wall. That's what's, that is definitely going to happen. There's nothing you can do about that. But before that happens, you have this much time. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to just eat chips? Fuck you, man. Like you're like I said, your legacy matters. People will still exist. It's not going to be the end of human civil. Well, civil, nuclear war might be, but probably not. It's not going to be the end of human civilization. 
that story, I, I, I'm referencing it all the time. And when I first read it, I said, is this a real, is this real? Like, yeah, it was a historical battle in, in, in Greece back in whatever, the, the Battle of Thermopylae. They made it, the, the movie, the, every, three, everybody knows 300, the movie, right? Gerard Butler, everyone's girlfriends and wives all of a sudden fucking had to leave the room because they had to change their underwear. That, you remember that? And we're all like, fuck you. But we were also like fascinated with it. All the men were like, this is badass. This movie kicks ass. <laughs> it's that Ruth, that refusal to yield and kneel to something that is seemingly overpowering and, and that sheer force of will of defiance eventually defeated a vastly superior force. Their will to win wasn't high enough. They were just, and that was it. And they, and they lost. They fucking defeated the Persians, which was like retarded. They had a lot of good, smart battle strategy and so on. And it wasn't just actually 300 guys. But in real life, the, the actual battle was incredibly one-sided. And, and we still talk about it today. The reason that we're here talking about it right now is because that was thousands of years ago. And it was that significant. Imagine doing something so hardcore that people are still talking about you thousands of years in the future. Thousands of years. Can any of us even dream to be like in a situation that epic, that that much of a crazy struggle that shook the world so much when word had reached the four corners of whatever the fuck was the, the known world at the time? Dude, did you hear this? The Persians had their asses kicked by the Greeks. What? Oh, yeah. I think it like ended their empire too. I think the guy, it was the beginning of the end for them. Even if you lose though, other, you know, the Alamo, right? That's why it's an American, uh, you know, a, a great American story. I, unless I'm totally fucking this up. I don't think. There are some Americans in the chat. I may be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure. They did fight to the death, and they were all eventually killed in this, in this la- epic last stand. But we still think of it today, and we would rather choose. I would rather choose. It's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in an epic, most crazy, on fire, ridiculous, you are never going to stop talking about this fashion ever because it's my life and I'll go the fucking way that I want to. And if I got to go, I got to go. But I, I, write the, I write the fucking last page, not you. There's just something, there's just something um, attractive and poetic about the idea that people will just, even when they know they're going to die, but they just go all the way to the end anyway, as hard as fuck, just out of spite, just out of pure you know, indestructible human spirit. It's, it's, it's like an announcement, like a proclamation. You might as well shoot fireworks off. You can do whatever you want to me, but you never beat me in here, which is the ultimate battle. The ultimate battle of your life is inside you. The quit, don't quit. Do it or don't do it. Shit or get off the pot. Stand up or don't stand up. You know, fight back or don't. Say something or don't. Get involved or don't. And that is, that is that's the master of that. You went all the way to the end, and it's like, even though you, even you show me, you're definitely going to die if you do this. I don't care. I believe in this, and this is what needs to happen, and if it takes my life, so fucking be it. That is hardcore. That's like, get out of the way for the king at that level. You know what I mean? That's a level of, what's impressive about that is that's a, that's a level of, of living and existing as a human being, as a person, as a man. That is, impre- that is like, I wouldn't want to, that is, <laughs> that's, that's up there, dude. Very few people live in that realm of intensity and ever experience how hardcore that is and to like basically transcend your own existence to where your ideals and your beliefs are of more importance than your own life and existence. That is, 
And there's a reason why those stories and those those ideas are they they, perva- they they continue. That's why we make movies about them. That's why they write stories and write books about that idea because it's 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 an amazing, attractive idea. And if we you know, but we all live that way. You know what I mean? If we we could all do that, it's impressive. Sergeant Rock says we won't live like this. Europe is done with this. Yes, the Netherlands, Germany is all in. Britain's waking up. Argentina says no more of this bullshit. I say, I'm done. This shit is, I'm done with this shit. I'll see you on the beach. We're getting very close. The ferryman says, fun fact, the Dutch word for civil war is burger, burger. It's burger or log, burger, burger. He says, am I the only one that finds that oddly similar to boogaloo? I'm going to say boogaloo because burger org is... Burger, 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 B-U-R-G-E-R-O-O-R-L-O-G. Burger, ur, log. Burger, ur, log. How about no? You crazy Dutch bastard. I don't know what the fuck that, I'm done. I can't say this word anymore. This is a, burger, it doesn't matter. I want a burger now. Jake Powell says the balkanization of the U.S., uh, that's so massive. Uh, it's going to happen. People are relocating right now. It's happening in Canada as well. People are relocating and uh, choosing to live in a lot of people I know are moving to Western Canada. And it's just, it's natural, man. When you, when you make people feel like they're not welcome somewhere and they might be more welcome somewhere else, they're going to go there at some point. You know, once the scales, when it gets too much, they're just, they're just going to go there. And... Um, if that if that makes sense to you, do it. I say that to anybody. If if you want to leave the if if it makes most sense to you to like take your kids and get the fuck out of the country, it's like just me and my kids, and you know I'm most concerned about them, and and, and I gotta protect them, and I don't want to stay here and put them at risk, and I I'm gonna go to California, whatever. Good luck, man. Good for you. That's you you made a decision. That's you're a way better parent than people that just sit there and eat chips and don't fucking pay attention at all. So people are like, oh, you're running away. Like, well, yeah, but. You know, what what's, what's makes sense for you may not make sense for me and, and vice versa. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I mean, we're, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a situation <laughs> big time. And a lot of people are scared about what's going on. Yeah. I don't know why I said, somebody said, T- protect your kids by going to California. Yeah. I meant, I should have said Florida. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're in, we're in a fucking time for sure. And I mean, you can't really, you can't judge people by. It's difficult to have courage to do tough things. And for you to expect everyone to be able to do the same, then that, what is that? Then courage is not uncommon anymore, is it? Most people don't have courage to do things. That's what makes it special. That's why courageous things are admired and talked about and thrown up as examples and people go wow did you see this because it took courage to do that it's something that a lot of us wish we could do and, and don't or couldn't or, or won't um so you know stand you know i'm not gonna fault anybody if you want to you want to get the fuck i mean unless you're a lying grifting piece of shit that acts like you're gonna you're some kind of hardcore fucking i'm here to the end and then you make a ton of money and you go hide in Colombia or something or fly off to japan and fuck you you know <laughs> but you know what i mean if it makes sense to you and if it's, if it's like this is the way that my life makes the most sense and i gotta do what's right for me and my kids yeah godspeed man good luck i gotta do i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and you're gonna do what you're gonna do and that's it 
I'm not going to fault anybody for, you know. It's like, who? <laughs> we're not soldiers. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get uh, forced to, to do any of these things. Oh, God, what is this? What? Is that how you say it? They DM'd me the way to say this word. This is apparently, this is the way that it's said. Berg, berg, lord. Berg, berg, lord. What? That's not a... What? No, okay, one more time, and I'm not doing any more of this. What? No, that's a woman talking with a dick in her mouth. What do you mean? No, that's not a word. I refuse this. I can't do it. I thought I could speak Dutch. It's never going to happen. There's no fucking... Not, no way in a million... Good God! What? Oh my, no. There's no way... No, no. <laughs> Did you hear a single syllable in this whole thing? Burr. I can say burr. The rest, I'm physically incapable of saying. My mouth, jaw, throat, vocal cords, my entire, my entire being is not built to pronounce what... Nope, I have no idea. That's, that is... I've heard that sound before, but not from... Not from people saying words. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Cut to commercial. We got to get out of here. Oh, I'm, it's, it's not a kid show. This is for, put, this is not for, no. No, you're only 16. You can't be here. I'm serious. How terrifying would like the war speech be of the of the Dutch general as they like before the troops cross the to the field? <laughs> Like they're 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 like the giant trolls from Lord of the Rings. So hold your pune. Yeah, no, she didn't need you. But then she broke my heart. I'm such a good, good boy. I just need a new toy. I tell you what, girl, dance for me. I'll give you all the boy. Just don't hurt me, giant troll.
They want gold! They want gold! There's a Dutch and they want gold and they kill you! Give them your money, it's the only way to live, guys. Dude, that was an instruction. I was just showing you what you do. You, you, you know. You just get real small, you're not a threat, you offer them your money, and they'll leave you alone. Only loves a gold gold This podcast is retarded. Come on. Who's trying to ban this? This is harmless. Shut up. Shut the f you're just not cool. That's what you are. You're just you didn't get invited to the party. That's what it is, man. I just realized it. Nobody invited him. Nobody invited anti-hate. They're out in the street like fucking banging house party. Like nobody fucking invited me. Fucking assholes. Yeah, that's it all it is. You guys are being dumb. And then a lot of them are just full-blown communists, in, in which case, we have catapults. We have a trebuchet. Bur uh, you know, I, I almost need to, like, download this, and I'm going to save this. This is a, this is a good, I'm, this is worth, you know. Yes, you know. Stacy, what time's my appointment? Thank you. Thanks for, <laughs> for letting me know. Philip, what was that chick's name last night? Yes, okay. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that's how you say the word. That's crazy. That's not even sayable. That's not sayable, speakable, sp talkable. What's the... I don't know. doesn't matter. Let's move on. Syntax disintegrating. Moving on. <sighs> Things get weird around here. If you're not used to that, um, you might want to get used to it. Because it's pretty normal. <laughs> NWO Pickley says there's a reason why Xerxes threatens to remove the tongues of the of the people who spoke of the Spartans and cut off the fingers of the Greek scribes. Seems they are losing. Right, that's true. He didn't want anybody to know about it because their example would embolden and inspire others. Some of the YouTube chat's really funny. Was, was that Biden? Yes, that was. It was the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, we're glad for that. Do you have a, do you have an update on the situation with, with, with Russia? Do we have any kind of way to counteract the oil embargo? Excellent. Okay. And and what of the NATO uh, commitments? Can we? Excellent. All right. We're going we're gonna to stay tuned with that. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> How the fuck? How the fucking Dutch people understand this? Was the was the language invented when they were shit faced and eating s'mores at the same time? They're coming up with like words to say. <laughs> They're like holding up a picture. It's like, what should this be called? And some guys like, you're like, oh right, of course, yes, brothers from love. I should have named this whole stream Brother from Bluff. I gotta move on. This is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sergeant Roxas as the snowball rolls downhill and only gets bigger. It only gets bigger. But those assholes. I have tears in my eyes. It was so stupid. Those assholes that are uh, country leaders of the Western world will get steamrolled. The East is laughing at us right now. I hate no quit. Uh, CERN Taco Collider says, I worked with a guy from Denmark and he tried to teach me Danish. I'm telling you, North American mouths don't know how to make those sounds. Well, they do, as long as you have the right image in your head. If you're thinking of the right thing, the following sound. I've seen North American girls say that. Age restricted. Fair. Yes. I, sh- I told you. Drop down box. Is this made for children? I-, I put in custom. Absolutely not. It goes yes, no, custom answer. I said not a fucking no. 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 That's how much I said it wasn't for children. So come on. I'm trying my best here. I don't know what else to do. Alex Woods says, here's a thought. That will give you nightmares. I jokes on you. I have nightmares every day. Uh, you, <laughs> you know how you can never be 100% certain who your father is? So if you were born after 1986, there's a tiny, tiny possibility your father may be redacted and his blood's run through your veins right now. Even you. No, it, that is 100% impossible. Because I hate communists. And that blood would never let me betray my own kind. Never, never. Reverend Chan says, uh, glad to see everyone in good spirits while I eat a sandwich, weighing crack, suffocating hookers, banging my dead brother's daughter and asking my people, my poopy pants father for a cash rehab. <laughs> the says she's only here for the chat. Well, that's okay. I'm only here to, I'm only here to drink these beers anyway. <laughs> Old, 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 you know, he's making his dad proud, you know? That's what it's all about. Banging hookers and smoking crack and went. I mean, who in the... This guy just doesn't give a fuck. And it's, it's like... The irony of this. Think about this. Not irony. I don't know what it is. So... Hunter himself is not like a like a big like a big deal. Like he's not like a president. He's he doesn't have a ton of money. He's a rich kid, but he's not like he's not, you know, Alex Soros. He's not he's not the what's that Russian mob guy's name? The Russian mob the Jewish Russian mafia guy. What the fuck is his name? He like runs I mean, there's scary people out there. He's not this. And the irony of having having somebody that that messed up, like obviously, it's a difficult question. You know, some people say you know uh, people are a product of you know their parents, their relationship, their upbringing, or they're just like that. I mean, they had a great up, they just were fucked in the head. I don't know, but you gotta think. You know, as messed up as these people are, the irony is that that this could take it all down. This guy spent his whole career. Right, talking about the, the the Biden family, right? Their whole career, uh, chasing power, chasing money, chasing chasing these kinds of things, at the expense of their own family and children. Because I really I believe that I I don't think you can 
I don't think if you spend all of your energy, all of your, you only have so much energy in the day to do anything, right? You have got so many hours a day, week, month, year to, to, to focus. Right. And some of it's, I don't mean when you're waking up, fall asleep, uh, watching, fucking around. I mean, hours where you're like trying to do something. If you spend all of that on not your kids and your kids turn out to be fucked and do things like, uh, he did. And decide they're just rich asshole kids do whatever the fuck they want. They just bang hookers all the time and smoking drugs and doing whatever. Laissez-faire, who cares? No care in the world. Do whatever the fuck I want and leave their lap. And and then it's going to blow back on you. And it's like the irony that you were so close to achieving, you, you know, it's like the deal with the devil or something. It's like you've achieved every, oh, you got to be the president. Yeah, good for you. A disgraced president. <laughs> because your own ambitions and your own, uh, your ego and your need, your lust for power and your thirst for, for control, it, it was undone by your just basic lack of being a decent fucking human being. That's what, that's, that's what beat you in the end. You destroyed yourself. It took 40 years to catch up to you, but it will. And now the whole thing might come apart because... <laughs> Because of the kid, they just didn't, they didn't spend enough time with. They didn't, uh, didn't take care of him, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But either way, it's pretty, they're pretty fucked over there. It's, it's pretty much over. Anderson Paladin says he, he has a pretty good cool rock collection. He does have a lot of cool rocks. And Tazanico says, beer go ho low thumbs of a specific part of the man anatomy. Um, may the rippled chip thighs of a land of free may never touch you. What? Um, I know I, I read what you said, but all I could hear was, so I don't really understand what that was. I mean, I know it was word. It was English. I read it, but again, all I could hear was, There's only a couple of things I hate in this world, son. I hate communists. I hate the sound of a styrofoam box being opened. And I hate the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Grandpa, you can't say that. What did you say that's hate speech? I Imagine... Remember the stream where I just played that over and over again for how many times did I play it? Tell me, well, Stacy, how many times was it? Yeah, it was that many times. Yeah, well, just I don't think anybody heard it. That's a Dutch word, and not even a stupid word. It's a word about a very serious thing. That is the Dutch word for civil war. Yep. Yep. So you know. If you had any, if you even thought you're like, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna learn Dutch. You're not learning shit. Nobody's learning that word. You're not learning any words. Give up now. It can't be done. Forget everything I said earlier. It's impossible. <laughs> Go home. Jesus Christie says the Biden leaks I saw last night left me extremely disturbed. Then I go to my bank appointment today and I'm greeted by a guy with a set of jumbo yams wearing a dress with a mustache. God help us. Patton's there. He's still Russian Patton. He's War Boner Patton. What up, dude? I, we got the Russian hat. There's so much I want to do and talk about. I'm all, I'm just getting into it now. I might do a seven-hour stream. <laughs> no. 
but I've done it before. Chris Jason, he says, hey, when you were in the military, were you a balls-to-the-wall dude? I have that feeling you were a very motivational person to get shit accomplished, but in an easy way. I was... Um, uh, I went through phases. I was a complainer at first. I was that guy because I was weak and small and struggling. And But I wasn't stupid. And I, I could see things that could be done better, but I, I'm a private and I'm tiny and... In warrior culture, that means you shut the fuck up or I'll fuck your face. Okay? So you don't really get an opinion for a while. Um, but towards the end, I I, I had a... Yeah, I, I was pretty... I was really... I really wanted to be really good at everything. I, I learned uh, a lot from the uh, the sniper community guys, um, the recce guys. Like, I, I hung out with them because I was like, those guys are badasses, you know? So I wanted to fucking... You know, when I'm a, I was 23 years old, I wanted to go, when I went to parties, I would talk to those guys that are 32 year old, you know, recon sergeants and, and pathfinders and, you know, that kind of thing. And just pick their brain about shit and kind of try, trying to get a sense for, because I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be more like them and not less like me, which was weak and shitty. <laughs> so I was like, this sucks. I want to be more like that guy. He's cool as shit. Um, so that's how you did it. And I, I got really into fitness and I really wanted to go hard at that. And I, I spent a lot, and cause that was um i got really attracted to the the special forces community because it was it was just harder and it was just being in the military for me for a long time was was like the ultimate like i couldn't even imagine just being there and then it was like well how, and then it was reg forest infantry like oh and then it was a deployment and then it just i did just i kept wanting to increase the i, I was never going to be happy i just i was always discovered what i was really after was trying to was trying to um get myself to a place that I was okay. I, I felt okay about my, my confidence level as a man. That's what I was really looking for. I didn't really want to be uh, a special operator. You know, that wasn't real, which would have been sick as fuck. I would have loved to actually, I'm not lying about that, but at the core of it, that wasn't my motivating. That wasn't my actual real reason. My real reason was like, I just don't want to be a weak, shitty piece of garbage. <laughs> you know? So I eventually got to the point where I was like, I'm satisfied with this. And um, that's it. I'm I'm done. I was done. I only wanted to do a three years and go in and out, but I just kept trying to do more and more and do more and more difficult things. And I just kept, I just want to see how far it could go. How far does it go? How far, what can I, I didn't think I could even make it this far. What about this? There's a great, um, oh man, I don't know if I can find this. Uh, Goggins uh, nails this. Let me if I can find him. I doubt it. I won't waste too much of your time if I can't find it. Oh, come on. <sighs> He's just going to yell at me anyway. <laughs> Instagram. There we go. Show me the gogs. Oh, it is. Look at that. It's right here. Um, and, and this is how you motivate people. It, it's not the... Um, you get paid more. Like the, this, the Special Forces guys get paid more. But I, I didn't care about that. I wanted the... I wanted the uh, some people climb mountains. Some, some people, they do things that are challenging to them. I think men do this uh, especially. They'll do things that they think are... Um, it, it, it's, it's them versus them, really. Like, why does a man climb a mountain? Because to see if he can. To see if he can beat himself. If, if his desire to quit and give up is... Is that stronger or am I stronger than that? Am I the master of my own, my own entity? Am I, do I own this whole thing inside and out? This body, my soul, my mind, my heart, it all belongs to me. I run this whole fucking ship. I'll climb that mountain to prove it. 
because nobody just climbs a mountain. It's hard to do. It's hard work. It's dedicated. It's dangerous. It's scary. It's fucking hard. Um, and those mountains can be different things for different people. So I, that, this was mine. I just wanted to see if I could, if I could be, you know, something I didn't think that I could. And uh, Goggins talks about that. that. That's how you really motivate people. Um, a woman asks him a question about like what what happens when you feel like you want to uh, you want to pack it in, you want to give up. The motivating thing is, you know, what if you pull off? What if you pull it off? Like something something absurd, something ridiculous that you have no business really believing. Like when I when I went to the first uh, special forces selection, I did. I completed. I got in. I didn't think that I had any room in the building. I didn't think I needed even deserved to even be there. I just wanted to like, I was like, I bet they'll let me in to like try out, but I'm not going to last a day or two. I really believe that. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to, I just wanted to like, like rub shoulders with guys that were like Navy SEALs. And you know what I mean? I just wanted to be there and see what it was like. I didn't think I was going to win. I, th- I thought for sure I wasn't going to make it. But then I started to like, as it got harder and harder, I started to like, what? Uh, three days in, four days in, five days in, like we're getting close to the end. It's like, holy fuck, I might pull this off. And as hard, it, I, I had a, a bone broken in my foot. I cut off one of my toenails with a knife. Went fit in my boot, had a blood blister like an inch high. My toes were like crawling over each other like this when it gets all fucked up. And like, you better fix this, Mackenzie. You got five minutes. So I cut it off with my Gerber in front of my roommate. He was like, ah, like screaming. I'm like, ah, cutting my toe. It was fucked. And the staff was just like, oh. mm. like he thought I was going to do something else. Like go to the medic and have it drained. I just sliced it off. <laughs> I thought that's what he wanted me to do. I really did. So I was like, he's testing my resolve. I'll cut it off in front of him. <laughs> probably traumatized the guy. What are you doing? It probably looked insane. You know, but it got to the point where I was like, it's near the end. I was like, I might pull this off. And, and it, it, as weak and as like, you, you go through the wall of like, I'm not going to make it to I could make it, and which becomes I'm going to make it. Um, and that's just something you got to do. You, you can't make that switch mentally in your bed, comfortable at home with the, you know, the heat on and all this kind of thing. That, that places like that, evolutions in your mind and your soul like that, they have to take place in those moments of pain and misery and suffering when it's, um, you know, it's just you against you. And there's nobody coming to help. It's just you against you right now. What do you got? You know, your whole body screams, go the fuck home and get out of here. Then you have to decide, no, I run this shit. And uh, anyway, he says it great. Check it out. I fucking talk too long. I would like to know when you're in that moment failing mm-hmm. and you have to keep going, what do you say to yourself? What if? A lot of times I'll be in a 200 mile run or something like that. They had the Rocky music. Jacked up. Body's broken, mind's broken, spirit's broken. I started to say, what if I can pull this off? When I first walked into the Navy SEAL recruiter's office, he looked at me and said, there's only been 35 African Americans in 70 years make it through. You know what I said to myself? What if I can be the 36th? It's the what if I can pull off a fucking miracle. What if? I can become someone that no one thinks I can be. And just that, just me talking about that, I have the hair going up on my arms. Yeah. I would like to know when you're... You know what I mean? It's inspired. It's like, how dare you even imagine it? And, but then once you start to see it in your own mind, like you can, if you can picture it, like that could happen. I could, I could pull this off. And then you don't give a fuck about anything else. And all of a sudden, this is the only thing you care about. And you're willing to go to the mat for it. And you just, um, 
I remember I basically made a decision in my mind where I was like, my everything hurts. Like, I'm going to get really hurt. Like, I don't think I can do it. And then I was like, well, you know what? If I get fucking, I break my bones, I, I have a heart attack. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Good. Good. Let's go. Don't care. And then you just blow right through it. And in ways like that, and it doesn't have to be the military. It could be even just having a really fucking hard, scary day on a fishing boat. You know what I mean? But you you need to confront that. You you can't become a strong person. You can't become a formidable person. You can't become somebody like that by living an easy, soft life. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's like making a sword out of clay. You can't. You have to do the work. You must go to the mattress. You have to go get burned in the fire. There's no other way. There's no other way around it. You can buy the implants. You can buy the free press. You can buy the media. You can do whatever you want. You can do all these kinds of things. You can do these things to try and create the illusion of strength, to create the illusion of of real spiritual power of strength, but you don't, you're never going to have it. Because you didn't earn it. And there's only one way to really get it. There's only one way to accomplish that kind of that, that, that confidence and, and dedication and, and truth in, in your being and what you believe and, and what you care about and who you fucking are. There's only one way to do that. And that's by doing the hard things. You can't, you can't buy that, man. I mean, the army and, and, and those guys, and not just in the Canadian army, the American army and other, other places, they taught me things by punishing me and, and challenging me and putting me through from really fucking hard shit. And I'll be forever grateful for that as, as much as I am not too pumped with the direction now. Um, at one time, it was a pretty, you know, interesting place. And um, it te- it, it'll, in that way, it'll teach you the difference between real life and if not, because it's a meritocracy, it has to be. You will, you'll, you're either able to do the job or you're not. And that's what I loved about it. Can you carry? Can you, can you carry that hundred pounds up that hill or not? Can you, can you move this gun with me or not? Are you going to give up or are you not? That's all that really fucking matters. Are you going to be there with your, you know, gun up at my six and and watching each other so we get the fuck out of here alive, or are you not going to make it, man? I really, because that's really the most important fucking thing to me. I don't give a shit about your fucking pronouns. I don't care where you came from. I don't care what color you are. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to die. I need to go home to my family. I got shit to do. I got things I'm planning on. Are you fucking up to speed? Are you gonna? Are we gonna get the fuck out of here alive? I, I assume you want the same from me, right? So let's both just fucking kick ass. And then the two of us will will win together. We both get to go home. And that's the real, that's the real, you know, test of a person is, is what's in here. What, what, what can they do? How far will they go? How much are they willing to suffer and endure and, and, and put up with to, you know, overcome whatever that mountain is. And from where I'm sitting, <laughs> I see a lot of people. I know a lot of people. I've met and talked to so many of you guys, and I've seen, you know, you've got people like James Top and all the guys in V4F, and I know the things they've done, the th- you know, the, the the lives they lived, and all the the civilian supporters, and all the people around, all the the firemen, the you know, the ex cops, the 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 nurses, the doctors, the truck drivers, the oil rig workers, the fucking coal miners, the plumbers, the electricians, the the people, the men, and the the real legit OG people in the world. You know, there's women too. <laughs> Not trying to be. A, you know what I mean? The oh, the real ones, the hardcore, and you know it too, right? I was just at a party on the weekend, and a guy was talking to me, and he's like, uh, he was doing some kind of weird jail talk kind of thing, but it was one of these. You, men will recognize each other as like 
that guy's paid his dues in one way or another. I don't know what they are, but I can tell like that guy's he's been beat up enough times. You, you know what I mean? He knows knows what the light knows what the world's about versus uh someone who doesn't. Someone who's a big mouth, big talking, big bow, chest banging fucking you you know, you don't know. And 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 all of our people are one way and all of theirs are another and these people want to fight us too. You guys get upset when the gender pronouns are used wrong. If it's raining, you don't go outside. If the internet goes down for 24 hours, holy shit. If the internet and the cell phone goes down for 24 hours, well, my man, my boy, baby, that's a natural disaster, isn't it? That's a natural disaster. Oh, muffin. And you want to fight? Your terms are acceptable. that you can summon to overcome things is far more powerful than any amount of money, any media organization, any newspaper, any banker, any cop, any judge, any man with a gun. Haley Longa says, Burger Lord. Yeah, all right. <laughs> more burgers. We need more burgers. We need more burger talk. Talk about them, them burgers. <laughs> Excuse me. So much. The last one here. We're getting there. We're, getting, we're winding her down. 30 minutes to go. We can do it. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the irony that... Uh, for so long, people were like, man, if only you could fucking get paid to just shoot your big mouth off all day. You'd have it made, hey? Dreams do come true. <laughs> oh, camera two. It's good for you. <laughs> So, we've got uh, that situation happening in Russia. Attack on reality. What else? What do, we, what, do we, what do I want to do? What do we want to do right now? What do you want to get into exactly? Well, um, I do like to talk about uh, Canada because it's where I live. And it's, you know, don't you know, go talking shit about somebody else's backyard when yours is on fire. Um, so, I guess it's as, as much as anywhere. Is it any surprise that uh, half of the country 
uh, according to a survey, believes it is on the wrong track. I can't imagine. <laughs> when it comes to uniting the country, half of Canadians believe it is on the wrong track, according to a new survey from Nanos Research, commissioned by CTV News. A survey asked Canadians whether the country is on the right track to building a united country. So that's the question, more importantly. Half of respondents believe Canada is on the wrong path to building a united, united country. Well, 22% believe it is. 28% run sure. So 28% don't know. Over 50% are like, this word, fuck, this is all wrong. So according to this, on the, the rate that we're going as far as building a united country, we're, we two to one outnumber the people that, uh, you know, fight us on, on Twitter and Facebook and so on with their fake accounts and their bot accounts and their bot farms and their fucking, you know, sponsored uh, garbage. Those surveyed in the prairies were the most pessimistic about the country's decision with 60% believing Canada's on the wrong path. 53% of Ontarians uh, responded negatively, followed by Quebec, 48, BC, 42, and Atlantic Canada, 40. These are big, uh, it shouldn't be more than 10 or 20%. If more than 25% of your country is like, things are not going right, that's a sizable amount of people that are unhappy. And Quebec is at 48%, even Quebec. And even Atlantic Canada, which is the most cucked pro-communist, you know, 40%. According to the Nano survey, men were more likely to believe Canada's on the wrong track compared to women. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, further younger Canadians had a more pessimistic... This is interesting. Younger Canadians had a more pessimistic view of the country compared to older generations. 58% of respondents believed... Uh, or, sorry, between the ages of 18 to 34 or say it's on the wrong track compared to 35 to 54 and 55 and older. Well, yeah, they've got no future. Oui, on va s'en sortir de cette pandémie par la vaccination. How long do we tolerate these people? On connaît tous des gens qui sont en train d'hésiter un petit peu. On va continuer d'essayer de les convaincre. Mais il y a aussi des gens qui sont farouchement opposés à la vaccination. Qui sont extrémistes. Qui croient pas dans la science, qui sont souvent misogynes, qui souvent restent. This is so far. Like, she's the one that says, she says they're extremists. And he doesn't correct her. He just, he just dogpiles on about how shitty we are. C'est aussi, c'est un, un, une petite, un petit groupe, mais qui prend de la place. Et là, il faut faire un choix en tant que leader, en tant que pays. Est-ce qu'on, est-ce qu'on tolère ces gens-là ou est-ce qu'on dit, ben, voyons, la plupart des gens, presque 80% des Québécois, ont fait ce qu'il fallait faire, se sont fait vacciner. On veut revenir à, à, à aux choses qu'on aime faire. C'est pas ces gens-là qui vont nous bloquer maintenant. How long do we tolerate these people? Imagine, I can't imagine people would, uh, would not like those kinds of things being said. And then, of course, the majority, this is from the counter-signal, Keen Bexie, majority of the Canadians disapprove of the Prime Minister, where he comes up with 8% of Canadians strongly approve of the Prime Minister, while 41% disapprove. Considering he was elected with like 32, 37%, and now 41, yeah. Overall, Angus Reid Institute found that 59% of Canadians polled moderately strongly disapproved, while only 38% showed any approval. 3% said they weren't sure. <laughs> only 3? Oh. Economically, the country's in dire straits. Inflation is at its highest in 39 years, and Canadians are feeling the financial pressure. Approaching half, 45% say their finances are worse off now than they were a year ago, while one-third are looking to the future and seeing no relief. The massive majority of liberal MPs want the mandates to end, said one liberal MP. People are saying, what the hell? Why are unvaccinated people not allowed to fly on domestic? You know, like at least let them fly domestic with masks on. You can go in a shopping mall with them. You can go to an elevator with them. You can go to a movie theater with them. Yeah, people are recognizing the hypocrisy that's since been lifted. 
This is from, you know, earlier in June. They lifted the mandate uh, a little after that. But they know. Like, everybody knows, man. And now we have economists warn economic collapse is coming to Canada soon. Well, you know, you spent so much money. Now you got to, you know, hike rates to avoid hyperinflation, which is worse. And uh, people are going to be fucked because the amount of loans and debt they've taken on over the last so many years... What did I say? So many years, I would say. <laughs> With very low interest rates and very easy uh, rates of borrowing and so on, and racking up credit cards and line of credit and all this stuff, the interest rate's going to spike, and it's going to be their payments are going to be untenable. People are notoriously they'll live within you know, their means to the very last minute. Like they'll live paycheck to paycheck, and they'll do it forever. Lots of people will. It's not smart, but they can't help themselves because they have no discipline, and they want what they want. And they want it right now. So when they're living paycheck to paycheck and you increase the interest rates by 5 to 7 to 8%, that's 5 to 7 to 8% that they can't afford to pay on their homes or their truck loans or their lines of credit and so on. And there's no way around this. And uh, a lot of people are going to be in, in, in bad shape here real soon. And at the same time, it's, you know, they're doing it on purpose. If I really did believe... That these people were doing the bet, like th this is what really burns me up about them. Is I don't feel any sense of sincerity, any any kind of genuine uh, human compassion. I I don't I don't because because I this is why because I because I know what that feels like. I've been in a position where people far above my level, my pay grade, don't even know my name, but they're responsible for me. And they actually give a shit. And if I got fucking killed or something happened to me, they would probably be very, they'd be upset. Because they understand the sacred relationship that that is, that, that you're responsible, you know, right? I've been in, you know, battalions and in regiments and in, you know, big battle groups where people, there's hundreds and hundreds of men. And you know the difference between a guy that's like, I'm going to, you know, who's, who cares about you and one who does not. And I'm, I'm willing to, if I, if I can't do it better, if I'm like, dude, you know, I'm overseas, I'm 23 years old, you know, I'm 22 or I'm, I'm 29, I'm some young sergeant or something maybe. And the CEO, this colonel says, you know, this is, and I know he cares about us. I know he's doing the best he can. I can, I can see it in his fucking eyes. I can hear it in his voice. I can, I sized him up again. Like I said earlier, man to man, just, Yep. And he's like, this is what we got to do, man. Like, okay, I understand. I may not like it. I may not agree with it. But I, at the end of the day, like, I have to defer to like, you know, he's there for a reason because it's a meritocracy and he earned his way up there. And he, you know, that's not what we have. We don't have that. We have appointed rich assholes that don't know anything and don't care about any of us. So I'm not, I'm not willing. No, I'm not willing to do this. And when I see these things like, these gas prices, there was all the gas prices, the gas prices, you could cut the gas prices in half just purely on taxes and they refuse to because they will tell you themselves the entire point is to force you into using, you know, less carbon. They, they believe it. The, 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 you know, we must save the universe and the burhurgalahurg, you know, that we, we have to do this. He believes it. He he watches it. He watches all the Leonardo documentary, Leonardo DiCaprio interviews. You know what I mean? They love it. They do believe it. He's an imbecile. He's a bimbo. He's a bimbo woman bimbo. Like the same thing. 
I heard a story about him. I, I said this once. Uh, a friend of mine knows a guy that uh, went camping with him and his family, his wife, and, and so on. And he wouldn't let them have, didn't want them to have a campfire because thought the, the the carbon footprint would be too big. He believes this kind of shit. He's fucked in the head. So, you know. They're not interested in, in, in us. And, that, and that's, that's how it has to be. That's the only way it can be. You can't be in charge of people's... You can't make decisions about people's lives and have the audacity to, to basically manage all of us as, as what is essentially... And we're still people. The tribalistic as, you know, aspects never go away. I don't care. Do you call it a democracy, a dictatorship? You can, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. At the end of the day, there's a guy in charge, isn't there? There always is. Or someone. Maybe it's the queen. Feminism. Maybe it's the fucking Catherine of Russia. I don't know. But there's, there's, a, there's a head honcho. There always is in every human power structure, which is every, even among your own friends. You pick, pick five of your best friends, and uh, you're one of them. Think of the five people that you hang around with the most, the best people. And, you know, you drop you in the woods and make it a crisis situation. Who's in charge? Someone is. Someone is in charge, aren't they? If you're not sure who that person is, it could be you. Or if you're someone that's just, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are just like, like, oh, I would, I would follow, I, I would listen to whatever this guy says. Fair enough, man. But there's always, there's always someone that is, that is looked to, 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 to make the call. And in our society, in our tribalistic nature, the way that humans have come up for thousands of years, which is contrary to our nature, which is, you know, a big reason why I'm not a big fan of this. Why the fuck can I? Where are you? Are you over here? This fucking asshole here. <laughs> you know? You didn't earn it. You're not there because of your... You, know, you didn't work your way up there because you're a good leader. You didn't earn your way up there. What are your accomplishments? What, 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 have, what have you done? Like, how, how, how did you climb the leader? How did you become the chieftain of the whole village? And not know anything about anything. That's not that's not deserve. You didn't earn that. So we're gonna have a problem with that. And they and they do it on purpose. They don't care about any of us. Like they're we're, we're their playthings. Like this this gas stuff. This is all on purpose. They they openly talk about it. The, new, the second carbon tax is part of a new fuel regulation that requires producers to reduce the carbon content. We've got to get rid of the carbon. We've got to... Oh, shut up. I don't care. They want you broke. So you, you, it's part of the UN agenda, right? He doesn't even know what he's do, why he's doing things he's doing. He just thinks he's doing it because daddy's going to pat him on the head and give him a gold sticker. He's an idiot. But there is, there is, there is a point to it, and it's, it's not to your benefit. Because a good person in that position, somebody that, that cares about you, would, would recognize this for what it is. You can be, you can be um, average. You can be less than average. You can be a not very good leader, not a great prime minister, not a great platoon commander, not a great section commander, not a great battalion commander. Not a great shift supervisor at McDonald's. I don't care. 
Like that that's that's one element. But if but if that is also you're not very good at it and you don't even give two fucks about me, that's unacceptable. That's what's unacceptable. You want to talk about an unacceptable fringe minority? How about the unacceptable fringe minority that you and your entire cast of peers and friends alike exist? You shouldn't exist. You have no right to exist. You shouldn't even be where you are. You don't care about any of us. Which is the primary reason you should want that job. You should want that job because you do care. Because you see the motivation, the foundation, the fundamental reasons for why you should want that job. To sit in that chair is not for how much money you can make and how much you know gravitas is going to bring you and prestige is going to bring your family and how the 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 memoirs you're going to write, and how much money you're going to make on it. You should view that chair and that crown with with trepidation and and like damn it I really don't want to have to do this but I I have to because I need to help these people and and I'm the only one that can and I have to you know if that's the position or I, I want to contribute to it I want to help these people that's not the reason is it I can tell we can all fucking tell what it's all very obvious guy if your motivation for wanting to be in charge of a bunch of other people and order them what to do is absolutely anything else other than I think we can help all of us better than that guy. I think all of us are going to do better this. You sit down. You're not here for us. You're here for you. And if you're here for you, that's not leadership. That's something else. You're a parasite. We, we are here to sustain you. Leadership is, I throw myself down on the razor wire. I jump on the grenade. I stand in the way of the sniper. I, I X, Y, Z, etc. So if I die, even if I know I'm going to, when I die, knowing that the righteous and pure example of the sacrifice that I've made on behalf of all of you and your, all of us, will be noticed and remembered and then the next person will have to live up to that standard and that's how it's done. You're not here to make yourself rich. You're not here to make yourself powerful. You're not here to, you know, bang hookers and smoke crack and fucking enrich your goddamn family with scandal after scandal after scandal. You've got SNC. You've got all of it. Wilson, Rabe, all of it. It's non-fucking stop with these assholes. Money is going in and out of everywhere all the time, and they just the Aga Khan's island, and I just non-stop, non-stop with this. You just at, at a certain point you have to say these aren't good people. No, no good person would sit there and put up with all of this and not say anything because a good person would recognize the difference between well, me and my friends, whatever asshole you see all of us out here you see all those people out there there's 38 million people in this country there's 370 50 60 400 million people in the united states whatever country you want to pretend you're from doesn't matter those people black all of this out none of these rich assholes mean shit not one of them all your cabinet ministers all your lobbyists all your corporations shut the fuck up everybody shut the fuck up the only people you're accountable to is everybody out there that has no very little control over their lives and every little thing you do will affect them dramatically from from the strongest unit of a nuclear family that's still intact all the way down to the single mom with four kids who's got a dead husband and the whole thing and you're you're listening to these rich motherfuckers like these are the people that need you not not this why are you even listening to them
Oh, well, Dick Cheney thinks I need to, I need to invade him. Oh, fuck Dick Cheney, dude. Have you been to fucking Detroit lately, bud? You're either, you're either here for the people of your country with the, what the fucking leader is supposed to be or the town or the tribe or the club or the fucking platoon, whatever it is, you're either here for them or you're not. And if you're not here for them, who are you here for? Oftentimes you're here for you. And I've gotten pretty good at telling the fucking difference and I can fucking tell the difference. And right now there's a lot of them in places they shouldn't be. And that's a very basic, you don't need, show me actions and words and so on, right? Oh, I care very deeply. Prove it. Prove it. I don't know. I think it was Roman, Roman Baber. I'll I'll give him this credit. But in, in the, in the Ontario, uh, members, uh, legislative assembly in their, in the province, someone said, Hey, if everyone in this place, in this province that I'm elected leadership of, if they all have to suffer, if they got to lose their jobs, they got to lose money, they got to lose hours, they got to, they got to, we're asking them to lock down and literally like not go to work and lose money and because they got to pay their bills. Then we should also take a huge pay cut and then take that extra money and, and give it to them. It's the least we can do. And they laughed him out of the fucking building. Whoever, I think, it, I don't know if it was Roman Baber that said that. I don't remember, but whoever it was that was, I'm like, that, that's the fucking guy that should be in charge right there. That, that one action alone that he was willing to, absolutely. That guy's head is right. That's who you want in charge because his head is centered around how do I make it this better for everyone, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Not how do I manage this situation and pad my fucking bank account so my spoiled bitch ass piece of shit crack addicted hooker fucking son. Can can fly to Milan and spend seventeen thousand dollars on a designer Italian suit. That's not what your job's supposed to be for. That's not supposed to be the primary reason for your position. Maybe I'm crazy. I might be insane. I'm probably all all fucked up. But you know, I tried. Uh, Jimmy Two Skidoo says first time I heard Kanakistan was from Brian Godzilla's Salmi. Dude was messed up. Anarchist, liberal, and leader of the Rhino Party before it folded. I've never heard about that. Challenged provincial court to change his name to Satan. Changed it to Ronald Effin McDonald and back. Proper Kanakistan clown. Islam brain. Weird. Joseph Call says, just got through cutting the grass, getting eaten by bugs. Listening to the stream took my mind off losing a quart of blood. Now enjoying some new coolie pops. Cheers, everyone. Cheers to you, sir. Absolutely. Um, I got to find this. Just because it's funny. Because they, they, they deserve this. They really fucking do. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's the same kind of... During a week. It's bullshit. I don't like people that are full of shit. And, and these guys... I'll diagnose, I'll diagnose the rage... Against, uh, there's a video I'm going to play here about, from Paul Watson about Rage Against the Machine. Because they're massive hypocrites and pieces of shit. And here's how you know. Because... At the time they were, po- it was ex- it was lucrative to do this, to be anti George Bush and to be anti neo like that was cool at the time. You understand that was that was part of the zeitgeist. That was like in the '60s, being like, "I'm against the Vietnam War, man!" Like every you know, everyone with a brain, they were because it was crazy. But they 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 abandoned 
So this, they got into the business because, and, and they found money and they found a purpose and they found success because for success sake. They didn't do it because of what, what was, they, they could say that. We did it because of what was right. Really? Well, now you completely, blindly, and obviously, autonomously support the current thing harder than anyone I've ever seen. So Rage Against Machine, fucking spare me, please. I would rather maintain the memory of when you actually seemed like you gave a shit and you were actually kind of cool and not just massive fucking shills. And you, you went and you did your Wall Street video and all that. You knew it was going to make you money. It was going to make you popular. It was going to make you famous. And that's why you fucking did it. Not because it was the right thing to do because it was going to be fucking popular and you knew it and it was real popular back dude rage against machine videos were getting played around the clock on much music dude oh yeah there was no censorship back then they loved it they ate it the fuck up anybody that had the guts to do it you were going to be a rich motherfucker and they loved it and now these days it's the opposite and where is rage against machine now it's shill for the machine instead i'll be right back Everyone's favourite revolutionary rock LARPers, Rage Against the Machine, have responded to the Roe v. Wade controversy. During a weekend performance, the band's first in 11 years, RATM called on Americans to abort the court. They also decried, quote, forced birth, and then complained about, quote, black birth givers experiencing higher maternal mortality than, quote, white birth givers. Yeah, really. Rage against the machine. Except when that machine is politically correct speech codes. So edgy and so hardcore and afraid to use the word woman. Pathetic. <laughs> Having previously demanded that all fans attending their concerts be fully vaccinated, thereby furthering the machine's agenda of vaccine passports, Rage Against the Machine are now suddenly all in favor of bodily autonomy. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Unless you tell me to inject myself with a Pfizer product to be allowed to function in society. Oh no, don't rage against that machine. Apparently giant transnational corporations with net worths in the hundreds of billions of dollars aren't part of the machine. This from the same band that sings They say jump and you say how high, you're brain dead. Yeah, quite the insipid decline from the 90s heyday, isn't it? No word yet on whether the band's next tour will be sponsored by AstraZeneca or Johnson & Johnson. I mean, their previous residency was sponsored by Capital One Bank. Yeah, they raged against the machine with tacit support from a $421 billion net worth financial institution. Fight the power. To get it, never, it never gets old. It never gets old watching Paul fucking land to somebody. You know what I mean? Birthing person. Birthing persons. <laughs> the irony, right? Rage against the machine or totally comply with the most insane aspects of the machine that any of us will ever imagine. Crow. Somebody said crows on parade and rumble. <laughs> oh, cows on parade. That's even funnier. Cows on sheep on parade. Pretty much. Uh, Sergeant Rock says, so is the leader of the NDP party the same as Hunter Biden? Just thinking outside the box these days. They're full of shit. He's, and he's up there being like, oh, this government does all these bad things and blah, blah, to pander to his people, to pander to his base. But at the same time, like, dude, you prop them up. They're in there because of you. This wall would have been, you didn't fight them. You support them. What the fuck are you doing? They're full. They're all, they're all full of shit. CRJ says, what if we raged on behalf of the machine? <laughs> I bet there's a lot of money in that for you. I bet you can make some money sponsored by the machine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's going on on YouTube? Money talks. It definitely does. 
um, what what people will do for money, and it's not even just money. This this sh- the 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 fear of being shamed publicly is even more powerful. That's the number one human. Um, uh, um, the fuck's the word? Fear. The number one human fear is 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 conflict, confrontation. Number one universal human fear. More people are afraid of that than anything in in common. Even even like wild animals. They don't want confrontation. They don't want to fight. They don't want to do anything. So they'll avoid it at all costs. So you just present a confrontation and people will always, always choose the easiest path because they just want to be left alone. And what we're dealing with as a punishment is, is basically what we deserve. I mean, look what they get away with. They're overestimating their, their, power, ability, their numbers. I'm not sure exactly. Their strength, I guess. In thinking they can get away with stuff like this and there's not going to be any consequences. A left-wing activist group is offering cash rewards to anyone who provides them with the information regarding the location of conservative Supreme Court justices in the United States. Justices. Justices. How do you say it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> One more time. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I heard. <laughs> the group shut down, uh, put out a call to Twitter offering money for, uh, for I mean, listen, this peaceful protest. Uh, people should be allowed to be to be able to do that in a restaurant. If it's outside of a restaurant, if it's peaceful, for sure, they're full of shit. They change the rules depending on on, on what it's about. And down here, you've got people, uh, you know, protesting uh, you know trying to find you know justice kavanaugh who'd already been the subject of an attempted assassination come on man the president himself is urging this on not condemning the attempted assassination of, of justice kavanaugh um and these aren't big crowds See, th- this is another tell right these aren't big crowds these aren't like 10,000 people. There's not a lot. Of, there's not that many people, is there? The vast majority of people that are against this are not leaving their house. They're not, they're not there yet. But when they are, you're going to be shocked to see how many there really is. A lot of us, a lot of us experienced that during the convoy, didn't we? It was, um, it's not going to be everybody. They're always going to get some. But there was like half the country at least. And, and that's when it becomes, you know, don't worry about them. You worry about demoralization. Demoralization is is a very powerful thing. That's why they spend so much money on it. That's why they do it to us. Um, that's why we do it to to enemy countries that we invade. If your people don't even want to fight, they don't even want to resist. They they just give up. It's over. So why is so much money being spent on that? 
with so much effort being spent on comply, give up, it's pointless. Don't resist, do what we want. And even then, in the in the darkest period of this country's history that I've lived through, which was before the convoy, which where suicides were, it was Christmas time. It's always like that. I don't know why the dark, the cold, the family gathering stuff and people that are in bad places. I, I don't know what it is. It's just, but you know, that's the time of year when things get real bad for people that aren't doing well anyway. And then that happened. Man, did that make a did that make a big difference? And you and you drive down there, and I I, I did this personally. I mean, obviously most of you guys know, maybe you don't, maybe you're new. I drove down personally with some guys, and I, we caught up to the convoy, and it was like every overpass there was people, and not two or three, hundreds, thousands at some of them in like minus 30 degrees with their kids. The whole country's painted. They, they made so much money that they, you couldn't count it all. It was crazy. Every To say this is a fringe minority, it's preposterous. It's at least half the country. So if you're in a fight, do you, are, are you listening? You, are you going to fight? Uh, let, let's, let's get in a fight. We're going to be, we're, we're fighters now. We're, we're, we're boxers now. We're boxers, and we're going to go down, and we're going to box the you know the champion guy in Mexico. Are you listening to the Mexicans? Are you going to listen to what the Mexican guys are saying and the Mexican state media and their propaganda and their fans? Are you fucking faggot? You're going to get your ass beat. Don't listen. What, what per- None. Doesn't matter. They don't matter. They don't want to be your friend. They're not here to help you. They're here to... They hate you, right? They're, they're participating in this fight, and they've taken a side, and that's the side that they're on. Very well, so be it. Don't care. Goodbye. Delete. Alt, control, delete. L- do not listen. Because that's that that's the instinct, isn't it? We, we you know we we focus on that. I've done this before as well. You, you zero in on all the all the negative shit being thrown your way and the things people are saying, and, and and they create this perception that you're being, you know, overwhelmed and 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 you know you're on your own. But it's easy to isolate people, especially when they're on the internet and so on. Real hard to do when you're sitting around in crowds of fifty thousand people that are that are quite uh, quite convinced we're on the same page. Don't focus on the negative. Don't don't focus on the ignore it. Focus on the other things. The fact like there are a shitload of people out there that that have your back and, and think like you and care about the things that you do and are willing to support the things that, that, that we say and we think and, and, and that we do. People are going to jail for it. I mean, and it's not a couple, it's a lot. It is a, it's at least half the country. Good enough. That's how it's going to be, then so be it. You want to change the rules. You want to, you want to call us names. You want to say that, oh, now this is illegal and that's illegal. We're, we're just going to keep imposing our will upon you until you break. Well, guess what? I'm not going to. None of us are going to. The only thing that's going to break is you. You're not capable. You don't have what it takes to buck this horse. If you know what I'm saying, you don't have it. It's not, it's not you. Maybe your grandfather, maybe, but not you. There's way too many of us and there's way too many of us that, that have been through way worse than whatever the fuck you think you're going to do. You're you, what, what, what are you, what even are you? 
Was it hard at Princeton? Was it really? Oh my god, was McGill University just too much for you? Was it? (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. You want to eat the whole cake? You want you want to pick a fight with all these people. You want you want to do this. You want to take it all. We're gonna we want the whole shebang. I want total control. I want to control your life. I'm gonna control who you talk to, what you talk about, where you go, where you don't go, how you spend your money, the things you believe, the things you can watch, the things you can listen to, the people you're allowed to talk to, the places you're allowed to go. I want to control it all because safety. I'll sell it as safety, but it really doesn't matter. It's a Trojan horse. It's an excuse. It's a lie. It's bullshit for me to take things from you. For me to take things from you. For me to make you my fucking slave. That's what it really is. I want to... Give me all that... You, you're, oh, you're going to go for it, are you? That's quite an ambitious project. That's quite a lot, man. You're acting like we don't exist. And that we're not actually getting stronger every day. That is, that is a fact. That is a measurable, obvious fact. Our side is becoming more stronger and more formidable and entrenched and solidified and reinforced and bolstered by people coming from all over the world in droves all the time, every day, because they know something is wrong. They know something's wrong with how this whole shit's going. And they're not looking downward. They're not looking side to side of their neighbors. They're looking upward at the people that are making the decisions around here because that's where the problem is. It's like when you smell smoke, your head turns towards the fucking fire. And where's the fire? It's not at my house. It's not where I live. I didn't do any of this. Who did? And it's an, it's an old saying, but it really, you know, it's an old, it's something you're taught as a kid. You know, it's almost the older I get that it's a funny thing. It's like the, it's like the silly, I don't know why I clicked that wrong, but, um, it's, it's like a silly nursery rhyme kind of thing. You know, the bigger they come, the harder they fall, you know, which is like, yeah, whatever. doesn't really, until you really think about it, but it really comes back to that, to, to like what Goggins said to, It's like the, the the more you had to pay for something, the more you care, the more valuable it is. And and where's the glory? Where's the satisfaction? Where's the where's the statues? Where's the um where is the I can I can die proud of my contribution to my time on earth in a tiny minor struggle where you had to battle for like if we're gonna put a new pool down by the rotary or not you know what's that we get to have this we get to have this crazy crazy you know civil like like generational struggle this kind of shit doesn't happen every 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 off very often and we and we get to be here we get to be part of it and we get to uh, participate and and people in the future will be jealous in some ways That they got to participate in an actual fight against real bad people. Like a legit one. And so... The message isn't like...
Like what, like, like what Gog had said, what's possible? What if? That's, what's, that's the powerful, me- that's the positive, powerful, me- don't think about how you can't, how I won't, how it's over, how, what if? What if we pull this off? But they're so big. They're so powerful. They're so, you know, they've got so much influence. It's, it's, under, it's impossible. Is it impossible? Imagine how, how glorious that would be to see it is, as dark as it's been that we've all, you know, been there and talked about it and, and watched it and considered it as bad and as, and as awful and as crazy as it's been that you, you could go from that to actually a future you would want to live in. How good would that, how, how, how great would that feel? That's this, and, and you know, we've all been there. Some of us have. I, you know, gave a personal story earlier. There's places where people are at their life where like, I am, this is never going to get better. This is as bad as it's ever going to get. And I'm, I'm toast. It's over. I might as well just give up fucking now and go home. 10 years later, you're like, I can't believe I ever thought that. I had no idea what the future had in store. I had no idea what we were capable of, what I was capable of, how far we could go. And we got there and thank God that I didn't surrender. Thank goodness I didn't give up. Well, what kept you going? The thought of, you know, maybe it's kind of mean. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit too, <laughs> for some people to really internalize and, and appreciate, but the thought of seeing just, you know, metaphorically, that giant, that big throne, that big fucking statue of, or like the Georgia Guidestones just getting blown the fuck up and knocked over. But to a millionth degree. This idea of how things are going to be, this whole world that they're trying to pull us into, and these, these, these rich, entitled, spoiled, rotten, useless, no good, no sacrifice, never had to work a day in their lives, worthless, bitch-ass, insect-type people, to see all their plans and all their, you know, all their work and all their machinations and all their little schemes and everything just completely fucking come apart. Just completely come apart and have them end up like the president of Sri Lanka where people are going to jail, they're going on trial, they're being pursued around the globe. We found, you know, the ex-president of France. He was hiding in Venezuela. We got him. He's getting dragged back. Why isn't that possible? The first thing you got to do is believe that it's possible. And if you believe that it's possible, you'll fucking try to make it happen. That's why. I mean, if you think you had a shot with a 10 out of 10 girl, like, I, I, could, I could pull this off. You're going for it, aren't you? Think boys. Jason, thank you very much, brother. I'm going to have to get in touch with you, and I'll send you some flags. I appreciate it. Sergeant Rock said surrender is not a word in Dagalon. Just trying to help our troops. I'm in it to win it, so fuck you, World Economic Forum. This is how we rise up. Heavy as a hurricane, louder than a freight train. This is how we rise up. Heart is beating faster, feels like thunder. Magic static. Dagalon, Biz Nasty. Mr. Chow, he's, he's open bed, hopefully Taylor Stanley, CRJ, off the radio's later, uh, 
Joseph Cole, Jimmy Tuskadoos, Haley Lonigan, Jesus Gretzky, Tasanito, Anderson Paladin, not Andrew Bennett, Reverend Chad, Alex Woods, CERN, Taco Collider, Sergeant, I got you already, NWO Pickley, Devierman, the Ferryman's Toll, let's go Dutch, let's go Dutch, let's go Dutch, let's go Dutch. Scott Baker, Syrinx, thank you very much, man. Kyla Emrich, NYC, we have the DSS evidence. I am a fanatic. Blams. Plan Padre, Just Man, Leo Nindis, Julie Mora. Hope you didn't get away. <laughs> Angry Soldier 100, Fisher of Men, Godzilla Unchained. And uh, I think that's it. That's all. I got them all. Crispy got in with the last minute. Cheers. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you guys very much. RagingDissident.com for all of the relevant links and, and stuff. You want eh, Take it. Don't take it. I don't care. It's there. It's up right there. Go there for all the things and such you could want. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Paul Patra, Death to Stalin, Six Separate Tyrannus. Dude, it's a house of cards. They're not smart enough. They're fucking literally on crack, dude. They're on crack, they're in cults, they're retarded, they make up words. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. They're shot in the belly and it's just, there's nowhere to go. They can drag this out, but this is a foregone conclusion. Have a good uh, time. See you back on Wednesday, probably. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, entropystream.live slash Raging Distant. All of us there on, uh, on the RagingDistant.com. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Appreciate you. No surrender. Always leave a beautiful corpse. If you can't win, leave a story. Phil, I, I said I couldn't talk about this. Well, it's it's the Illuminati. We're, we're evil now, remember? That's why the Black Ring. It's we're, we're, we're showing our elite. It's be, well, because we're evil now. I'm trying to use... I'm trying to summon the evil demonic underworld powers to smite my enemies. I don't think that's how you started out. What do you mean? Well, Morgan gave it to me, if you must know. She... She gave you one, too. What do you mean, she gave you one? 
That's that's the same. This is the same one. You're not telling me she's an immortal deity, demonic, evil character like yourself. Worse. We're not. Phil, you gotta be straight with me right now. Are we? Are we like her playthings? Can she? Can she hear us right now? Ah, well, I'm fine with it. I mean, you gotta go somehow.